the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Good morning, rise and shine, everyone. Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Doc Thompson and Jeffy. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday. I know, June 1st. This is our maiden voyage. Uh, hurricane season, promptly in order today. First day of hurricane season. My daughter, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday Ugh. to Jeffy's she's, daughter. I feel so, like, oh, how terrible must it be to be your daughter? <laughs> I don't know. Let's ask her. She's 11 going on 20, and she knows how horrible it is. She does. Oh, she understands. Is she? I asked your she son understands. once when he was up here. It's just like, what is it like being Jeffy's son? How do you, how I mean, do you survive I, this? I, I, I just leave me alone. <laughs> That's all they need just to be, do. Just be happy. I have a roof over your head. Yeah. All right. Other than that, just leave me alone. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so Samantha B. Oh. Still in trouble. Nothing's going to yes. happen to her. You know that. Yeah. So, so still in trouble. But I mean, I feel like we can use air quotes there. Well, still in trouble. Well, the free market is going to sh- do its charm, right? right? I mean, uh, there some sponsors are already pulling. Uh, distancing themselves from her, mm-hmm. which is good, and that's what's supposed to happen. Yeah, it right? was uh, what Auto Trader and State Farm. So far, so far, yes. and that's what's supposed to happen. Right? Uh, you know, she says something stupid. TBS is not. You know, they said, "Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, man, we that shouldn't have aired." Right, Oof, man. Um, look at the time. Sorry, <laughs> and but that's it. Have a yeah. nice day. And uh, you know, she she apologized. So now we're supposed to just shut up. Move right, on. right. Move, stop it. And, well, and compare that with, you know, Roseanne came out yesterday and said she begged. She she apologized too, right? She apologized and she begged ABC to let her make amends before the show was cut. And of course, they didn't let her. Yeah, no. And, and look, they knew what they were getting with Roseanne. And to be, you know, we're comparing them, but Roseanne was a tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha B was on the air. Right, uh, Samantha B was. I mean, I hate to use the term premeditated, but I mean, this was this was written, this absolutely. was recorded. This, I mean, absolutely, they and had look, a plenty of opportunities to take it off or reconsider. Absolutely, the show is thirty minutes, one time a week. Right, there's plenty of time to see what uh, video and audio is being used for that show. Right, and uh, whatever she makes, a I know that she's a, a friend or you know a proposed friend of the network. So yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be kind, uh, you know. We, yes, we should all get along. We she was here. We should all get along. She it was probably, here. She interviewed Glenn. She yeah. was nice. We had her on the air. We it probably the starts with show. you not calling someone a c nice. word. That's a kind of a good rule of thumb. Maybe a good rule of thumb. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if this was you know just her way of uh, you know the slam. Uh, Against Roseanne, you fired Roseanne, so I'm going to do this and uh, see what happens. Nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Whatever, whatever TBS pays her is too much. <laughs> First of all, the show's not really funny. 
everybody lied. I don't know who actually thinks she's funny. Oh, wait. Yes, I don't I do. know anyone who uh, thinks Sally she's funny. Yeah, well, uh, Sally, Sally Field, Field yeah, funny. she is. You know, this is really sad for me because I always viewed Sally Field as, you know, I mean, I'm she's liberal, I'm sure, but she just seemed uh, to me no. to be classy, you know, <laughs> and graceful and elegant and not one to get down in the mud. Well, I well know. my dreams have been ruined. I know. My bubble has been burst. And there. look, they these some of the actors and actresses are just oh are there actresses anymore? No. Uh <laughs> some of the uh uh actors, no. Um I don't know what to call them. Uh humans people that in Hollywood for us. Um, you know, they if they when they start talking, it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, why? I just want to watch your movies without thinking about your st- Stupid politics. Yeah. And she, her, her one tweet uh, yesterday, Sally Field backing Samantha B was, uh, I like Samantha B a lot, but she is flat wrong to call Ivanka, uh, we can't say the word. <laughs> Although, can we? Uh, I no, would, we can't. <laughs> I uh, would not. No. I would just go I, ahead and err I, on the side of caution there. I, I hate the word police. Oh my God. I want to say it bad, but we can't. It's okay. I got it. <laughs> you, I'll let you. Technically. You can say it off air. Technically. To me, you can just I repeat can. it. Just oh, okay, just good. get it out of your system over the break. So Sally says, I like Samantha B a lot, but she's flat wrong to call Ivanka. Hey, cookie. Uh, <laughs> cookies are powerful, See beautiful, nurturing, and honest. Yeah. Oh, agonizing. And then she went on, her other tweet was, uh, I thought Michelle was honest and brilliantly funny. This was Michelle This Wolf. was the end of uh, the uh, the uh, White House uh, Correspondence, Correspondence Dinner. Dinner. Yes. I, I, I hadn't seen this before. I hadn't either uh, it, until it, everyone started looking at Sally Field's and Twitter it was, page. Uh, kind of agonizing. Yes. Um, I thought Michelle was honest and brilliantly funny, but what is the point of this dinner anyway? The ship has sailed on decency and a congenial relationship with the press when that man was elected and the dinner. Let's all focus on work to be done. Now, I'll give her that. I do agree with that. And the dinner, and let's focus on the work to be done. Uh, I would venture to guess that you would not agree. <laughs> the ship sailed on decency and a congenial no, relationship with the press when that correct. man was elected. I know. I know. Obama, I though, know. great relationship with Fox News. His administration Wait. was very kind to them. Wait. They granted them interviews all the time. Wait. Never said a bad word about them. Right? I don't think that's right. Am I remembering that wrong? I don't think that's right. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure that's that's the exact opposite. I mean, it's really early. Happened. So I know, maybe I just I know. So the exact opposite happened though, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, I was looking through a couple of threads with uh uh Dana Lash. And uh the um one uh, thread has if it makes you feel any better from now on I'll only be referring to her to her as the alleged cookie Dana Lash. That was the wrong word for Samantha B to have used, but mostly because, to paraphrase the French, Ivanka has neither the warmth nor the depth. Wow! I mean, so there, ever you know, there's plenty of people on uh, Sam's side. I just don't, you know, in the uh, the whole feminist movement of 2018 that we're living in, it just I know it shouldn't shock me. It should nothing should surprise me about this, but it still is just so shocking to me that women who pretend like they want to empower women and, you know, um, oh, we're feminists, we're for all women, and they come out and are so quick 
to talk about other women this way. It blows my mind. Amazing. It really, really is. Now, we did say Samantha apologized. And, you know, her yes. words, I would like to sincerely apologize to Ivanka Trump and to my viewers for using an expletive on my show to describe her last night. It was inappropriate and excusable. I crossed the line and I deeply regret it. Do you? I deeply I regret so. that that I got in trouble for it. I, I, I find that. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's true. So is is the television uh, awards, is that tonight? Do you know? There's I, a, I, th- I thought it was last night. Was it last night? I thought that was last night that they uh, were all getting together. I don't know when it airs. I don't know when it was supposed to air. I don't know if it, if it does Well, air. Well, they blocked the media from nice going because they were honoring Samantha Bee. So this is really good timing for her. Well, yeah, look, she got a lot of press out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the most uh, anybody's really talked about her show since, uh, since uh, you know, ever. <laughs> so, uh, you know, good for her. Um, you know, she needs the press. No right. question. Right. Uh, you know, the 30 minutes once a week on TBS. Wow. And she, you know, and, and she's difficult. She has to come up with what? 20 minutes of content mm-hmm. once a week. Mm-hmm. And the best she can do is call Ivanka a cookie. Uh, come on. Yeah. Come on. I well, and I, I would just like to say, uh, you know, the reason why she called her that was so absolutely, absolutely ridiculous in the first place. It was all stemming from a picture that Ivanka posted of her hugging her own son. <laughs> and she's somehow supposed to feel bad right? that she, what, loves her son yes. because there are other children in the world who, I don't know, you know, aren't allowed to come into this country illegally. I, I don't know what, 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 what is she supposed to feel I'm, bad about? I'm not sure uh, either what she's supposed to feel bad about, but I do know that, um, you know, she is a cookie because her father is Donald Trump. And oh. that's, that's it. Oh. I will say, Ricky Gervais uh, tweeted with the after Sam's apology, why the F say it in the first place if you're going to apologize when some people don't effing like it? That's a great point, though. F the winging cookies. That's I mean, a great he's point. Right. Yeah. He's right. Don't say it. You know, if you're going to apologize, mm-hmm. if you know you're going to have to apologize, which she knows. Right. She there's there's no question in my mind. She knew maybe not uh, as big a firestorm as she thought. Uh, I mean, maybe it's bigger than she anticipated. Right. But she was hoping for the firestorm, and she got one. So uh, you know, you said that the the free market was at work, and that yeah, there it were, seems to be. That Let's hope were, that it yeah, works out. So so what? So do you think that that? I mean, that will be it. That will that will be it. So sponsors might pull from her show, and then you're done. And then and then TBS would have no choice and but to cancel done. her, right? And that's what I was kind of hoping that um, you know this is while this was set on the air, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So I kind of don't know that I have a problem if TBS were to let her go because mm-hmm. it was on the air, right? The Roseanne thing, eh, I have a problem with people getting fired for tweets, right? It's a real kind of a big issue, you know. Uh, and ABC, while they knew what they were getting with Roseanne, could have let the free market yes. take its place. Yeah, um, It would have taken less than half of next season to realize if sponsors were going to get on board or not. And uh, if they weren't, goodbye. Right. And let that be the, let that be, let business take care of itself. And it would. Well, and I think, you know, Roseanne... Uh, going off the air is much more egregious. Like you said, um, you know, the tweets, this was a, this was a tweet. And honestly, 
I don't know if the ambient, you know, ambient made me do it defense is even maybe true. I but regardless, I mean, have have we not all been there? It's like Saturday night, you have like maybe uh, the third glass of wine that you shouldn't have. And you're like, maybe not on social media, but you like send oh. a text to someone that you're like, yeah, I probably should not have done that. I mean, who, who among us has not that. made that late night mistake? I just want to say that I have not. You haven't. I have not. I okay. mean, I don't know about, I guess you have. I, uh, I have can't confirm nor deny i just am saying I mean, of course and i kind of you know the the ambient thing i'll give them you know they they're saying oh, we don't cause racism but uh <laughs> really i know i know chris chris cruz thought that tweet was serious that they were being serious i was like no they're clearly just poking fun at it and being sarcastic they're aware that no one thinks that racism is a known side effect uh, right i that was really okay really, okay it's like okay if you say so we're I'll all aware okay uh, uh, right uh, okay i'll get you but they've had such a, a a bad time of it i mean there are plenty of people in, in this building alone that have talked about taking ambient and being you know oh yeah being spaced out oh yeah now those i believe that those people aren't on other drugs see that's the problem if you're, if you're wait on, what it's, if you're on other drugs ambient is just another kick get you through the day <laughs> the, <laughs> the people that aren't used to drugs ambient freaks me out um so they've taken a hit over the years for that so that's why i kind of think that was maybe you know half joking half serious just to keep everybody in line about the ambient and hey really we're not you know we don't cause racism haha ha, but uh-huh. they have a lot of side effects yeah a lot of people complain about a lot of ambient side effects you haven't taken it and uh no, you know, I've, you know what? Uh, jokingly, I could tell you that I have, but in real life, I you have really not. haven't. I'm not taking ambient ever. That's not that I remember. That's possible. I forgot. Okay, that is a possibility, but I don't remember ever taking it. I feel like you'd probably remember. Uh, what is it? A supposed to help you sleep? Yeah, I took hey. it one time though, and I didn't. I couldn't take it again because it was so. It made me feel so weird, and like my computer screen. I said I told the story yesterday, but my computer screen was moving. Like I saw lines. I started hallucinating a little bit, and I was like, eh, "I think it's time." I for will. Bed. Say, I will say that I plan on taking some this weekend uh, <laughs> after that explanation. I'm just saying. We'll talk on Monday and we'll figure, I'll let you know exactly what happened. Yeah, I'm just um, saying. I'd like to, I'd like to actually, exp- I've paid a lot of money for experiences like that in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, continue to do that right now. Uh, but you know, the thing is, is that yes, you're right. Absolutely. We've all, you know, we've all done stupid things on the spur of the moment and regretted it. On top of which, just on a side note, and, and I'm, I'm, I, I find this was, I'm not, defending Roseanne's comments one bit, but I didn't. I don't know that I knew Valerie Jarrett was black either. I didn't know. I knew that she was born in Iran. I really did not know. I knew that uh, her father was a doctor Mm -hmm. and she was born in Iran and, you know, the whole, you know, years with Obama. I I don't recall ever. I I don't know if someone would have said, do you think Valerie Jarrett is African-American? I would have said no. Yeah. I would have said, uh, and, and well, what, let me go she, back and look at it. You know, like, look at a okay. I, Maybe I've forgotten. Like, let me go back and look. I, know, I, I mean, I, I, I would have lost money. Yeah, I, I know. I would have lost money. That's a great point. 
Uh, all right. So if you guys are looking for a way to become politically involved, but you don't have the time, a lot of us are so busy, you can easily make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative cell phone company in the nation that represents your values. They partner with conservative organizations to contribute a portion of each member's bill to the causes that they believe in. Patriot Mobile is uh, the cell phone provider for many people here at the studio, and they help support vital organizations, the NRA, uh, PTSD Foundation, provide reliable nationwide coverage on unlimited plans starting at only $20 a month. That is a great deal. This month, you can save big and get the iPhone 6S or a brand new Samsung J7 for only $6 a month. These smartphones are a great value at a fraction of the cost. Get yours today while supplies last. Call to make the switch right now. 1-800-APATRIOT or visit patriotmobile.com slash doc. That's patriotmobile.com slash doc or 1-800-APATRIOT. Switch and make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeffy, you were just saying that there is a it's a national something day. Why are we not celebrating the holiday? I mean, we can still celebrate, but there's no there's no ambiance to the celebration, which would be donuts. Oh, it's National Donut Day. National Donut Day. National Donut Day. Okay. Walmart's giving away free donuts. Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts. Do you really want to get your donuts from Walmart? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Hoity Toity. You can look down your nose at the rest of us to shop at Walmart. It's fine. I, I'm not it's fine. saying I've I, never I, I, shopped at no, Walmart. No, 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 I'm saying fine. I don't typically no, get fine. baked yeah, yeah. No, listen, donuts, listen. fresh donuts no. at Walmart. But what listen, do I know? Donuts from Walmart are fine for the rest of us. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, you know what? That's fine. Day. Target bakes really good cakes. Yeah, don't. That's fine. Don't look so. down on us. That's fine. It's okay. You can look, your, look down your nose at all of us. All you want. That's fine. I'm judging you. Oh. Agonizing. Now the uh I will say that National Donut Day actually started in nineteen thirty eight. A tribute to the Salvation Army's Donut Lassies who what? helped support the troops during World War One. Oh. So uh are, would you like to be known as uh, the Donut Lassie? I would not. I'll bring the broads in here. <laughs> Get those. Get the donut lassies in here. Let them fire up the let them fire up the helmet. Yeah, this uh, ensign Margaret Sheldon and uh, this Helen Purveyance began frying donuts in World War One in the soldiers' helmets, and uh, so the Salvation Army said, uh, "Hey, we're going to be uh, those are our donut lassies." Wow, my how times have changed. You aren't lying. Times wow. have changed big time. Go straight to HR for saying something like that today. <laughs> I mean, I just want you to cook donuts. If you don't want me to call you Donut Lassie, that's fine. As long as you're getting donuts. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, do I would I prefer donuts from Dunkin' Donuts? Of course. Yes. Okay. Would I prefer donuts from, there's a donut shop close to my house now that just has the name 
donuts. <laughs> the, and, uh, there's one by my house too. Same, maybe it's the same I owner. Never, since I moved to Texas, so there's all there's. I have never seen so many the names stores. Of, yeah, donuts. Yeah, and they all open about two thirty, and they close at eight. You know, you know what else uh, there is? Taylor. Taylor. There's Taylor. <laughs> that's, the, that's Texas. We just call what we what yeah. we do. That's what we do. Why beat around the bush? And. Uh, Got you, Jeffy. <laughs> the listeners have been the listeners have been tweeting asking me. They want they need me to use the bell. They do. Yes. They do. Yes. Uh, good for them. <laughs> and you guys just keep using your bell. It's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, amazingly, we uh, we don't have any donuts uh, here today. So um, you know, just asking why you didn't just, bring any in, Lassie. Just, Well, speaking of junk food, uh, McDonald's. Well, I'm sorry. What? Is that not donuts are, you don't, you disagree? Uh, donuts are food for survival on earth. Uh, uh, junk food? I mean, yes. Do you, uh, are we all aware dough, of how donuts are? Yeah. Dough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mix oil? in a little stuff and mm-hmm. then, it, little, then you eat it. The oil and the. And mix in the, a little stuff you eat. It's the good for you. The frying and yeah. the, no. You got to cook it. Yeah. Then you eat it. Not junk food. Okay. Silly. All right. Okay. Wow. Uh, so McDonald's is in some hot water. They for are. What? They're being sued. McDonald's for what? Yeah, they have. It's a very egregious claim. Uh, they're being sued for five million dollars by wow. two customers. Uh, they what kind want, of egregious act did what McDonald's do? They don't offer. Um, a quarter pounder burger without cheese that costs less money. <laughs> so previously McDonald's used to sell, they had the four quarter pounder burger options, right? So they had the quarter pounder and the double quarter pounder. And then they had the quarter pounder, with, the cheese quarter pounder with cheese and, and the, the quarter. double quarter pounder with cheese. Okay. Now they decided to just loop it all in to one okay. or two. And right, right. so you've got the quarter pounder with cheese on the menu and the double quarter pounder with cheese. Now, the previous ones, they cost 30 to 90 cents less than the ones with cheese. Wow. Well, when they put only two on the menu, you're paying for the cheese. When you order a quarter pounder and you have to say, hold the cheese. So no silly. cheese. 86 the cheese. And that is, that's, that's wrong. It's unfair. So it's it's so unfair. It's, I need five million dollars. Yeah, it's actually wow. yeah. So the lawsuit says McDonald's is being unjustly enriched by these practices Are they? because it receives payment for cheese it does not deliver to its customers, and the plaintiffs have suffered injury as a result of their purchases because they were overcharged and they were required to pay for cheese which is not a component of either a quarter pounder those, or a double quarter pounder. Can you explain what those injuries are other than just paying for cheese they didn't receive? I mean, I, maybe they went to therapy. Can't the couldn't they just I mean, couldn't they order the burger with the cheese? Mhm. Mhm. And pay the same? They, they don't like cheese. They don't like the cheese. Couldn't they say uh, let me have a quarter pounder without the cheese but put the cheese on the side? Mm, but they're still not eating the cheese. I know, but they get the cheese. 
Well, it's so um, five million dollars. Like how how many how many wow. Big Macs are you ordering or quarter pounders are you ordering? Are you asking me? <laughs> no, I, okay. we don't have time to add that up. Okay. Uh, for something a little more healthy, Minostalgia at Blaze Wild Rice has been making delicious food products for 28 years now. They started with the wild rices and they've been adding new products ever since, like jellies, syrups, honeys, pepper jams, and the healthy wild rice polenta waffles. They have the beer jellies. I know you guys have heard all about them. If you haven't tried them, you have to. They are amazing. Uh, the wine jellies as well. They're great with cream cheese and crackers spread on sandwiches. Uh, delicious with meat on the grill. Speaking of grilling, save 10% when you buy the grilling sampler pack, which includes one of the new beer jellies. It's great for Father's Day, so don't forget about Dad. Go ahead and stock up now. Use promo code BEER10 at blazewildrice.com. That is beer and the number 10 at blazewildrice.com. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. I am Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Doc Thompson. Jeffy with me. Welcome back. Did we go somewhere? Uh, yes. We did. Yeah. Okay. To commercial. But they didn't go anywhere. They stayed right where they're at. Well, maybe you don't know that. No, I know. You can't prove it. Uh, by the way, can I just say I don't know how you people get up this early every day in Central Time Zone. Yeah. Eastern Time Zone. Okay. Central time zone. I, I mean, I'm pff, listen to the show, please. Like, I'm not telling you to turn it off. I'm just saying, wouldn't you rather be sleeping? Oh, uh, why? Why? Uh, it's so early. Uh, actually, I've gotten used to uh, sleeping in now till about five thirty, six o'clock every day. Which that's is, your that's your sleeping yeah. in. But for year because for years this, and I don't know, you know, I, I can. I can switch it around in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and be up all night, mm-hmm. and sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, take takes about a day and a half into vacation, and I'm really? and I'm into up all night, okay. sleep all day. I can do that in a heartbeat. That's my favorite. That's my favorite schedule. I, Forever, I've worked. I, I've worked overnights. Yeah, I love that schedule because you don't have to deal with your family. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. Shh, I'm just talking about <laughs> schedules. In the uh, but I've got myself. I've gotten up this early forever now. It seems like whatsoever. These my my two youngest kids. Well, my and my daughter who turns eleven today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know a time when they haven't tucked me into bed. What? They don't know a time when they haven't tucked me into bed. Wow. To it's bed. supposed to go the other way around. I go bed. I'm going to bed. Good night. Give me a hug. Interesting. See and, and shut up. Because I'm sleeping. <laughs> See, my son, now I do, I mean, I wake up early every day because my son is is my little alarm, alarm clock and it's between 6 and 6.30 every morning. He will not sleep any later. Sometimes it's earlier and he yells from re- the other you room. You got to retrain that. I know. I, it's, I tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. Mommy, is it time to get up yet? It's like 
four thirty in the morning. I'm like, no, it's not time to get up yet. Go to bed. Uh, What is wrong with you? Go in your room, shut the door, and play. Just be quiet. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, I do that. I do that to an extent, but you got to wait until at least like the sun starts to come up because then the rest of the day he's just a bear the entire day because he's tired. (laughs) And unlike you, I have to actually deal with my child. Yeah, no, I got married for that. I have a wife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have a lassie for that. A, job. D- a donut and child lassie. <laughs> yes, I have a donut lassie for that. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I, I love you. They're your kids. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, you know, look, it's, I, it's just about the schedule, right? I mean, that's yeah. just the schedule that you're on. And whatever your schedule, kids are... Uh, you know, kids are resilient. They do whatever they're supposed to they do, whatever you're, whatever it is you do. That's what they, for, forever. That's a piece of, they do. You live with your parents, what your parents do. That's what the kids do. Right. Piece right. Of, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting that, uh, you know, like if, if you're good in math, mm-hmm. normally your children are good at math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're good at something, normally your children are good at something. When you're like some that aren't good at anything, good luck. God bless to your kids. <laughs> But they just had the national spelling bee, and uh, like I, I, I don't really. I mean, there's spell check. It's called spell check. On computer. That, right. You don't need to spell anymore. I have a friend who says the uh, the red squiggly line saved her through college. Oh yeah, the red squiggly line, right. Microsoft Word. Right, and so uh, you know, spelling good for these kids. But I was I was amazed that the winner is from McKinney. Texas, which is part of the Metroplex, the DFW Metroplex. But then as I look at the story this morning, uh, the top three students are from DFW. Really? Uh, Number number three was from Flower Mound, and number two was from Frisco, and number one was... Karthik Nemani, if you spell this next word correctly, we will declare you the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. I've never heard that word in my life. Koinonia. 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 Spell it? Yeah. C. Okay. Coin. Coin. C-O- Thanks for playing. Here's a copy of the home game. Get K? out. Yeah. K-O. Can I, I... Hey, if the spelling no, rules apply, can I have it used in a sentence, please, <laughs> Judge? <laughs> sure. Uh, she accepted koinonia when she... No, that's not Let's hear that. Go ahead and play the bit. Koinonia. Koinonia may have the definition. Intimate spiritual communion. Okay, I thought he was going okay, somewhere way different There's, when there you I go. heard intimate. I know. Wow. All right, so. Okay. You got the. Intimate spiritual what? Intimate spiritual. Something. Intimate spiritual communion. Intimate Ooh. spiritual communion. These, I don't even, these are just words strung together. That doesn't even mean, how, what, what would that even mean? Koinonia. Intimate spiritual communion. Okay, coin. Coin, can, we, am I trying again? We went to, we went to Brazil and celebrated Coinonia. K K O I N Coin 
A N N I A. All right, you're pretty close. Am I? Yeah, K O I N. Well, let the kids spell. Okay. Intimate spiritual communion and participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community. I have the language of origin. Greek. Are there any alternate pronunciations? Right, quit your sweat. Quit your stretching. Let's There's get to the spelling. Koinonia and Kinania. I may have the part of speech. Okay. I Noun. would have loved all of those <laughs> tips, too. Koinonia. Thank you. Kinania. Koinonia. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. That is how. You said, oh, said oh, ah. oh, oh. So close. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. Do we have, do we have this congratulations where they're giving him his trophy? And, all right, good. Then I just talked over it because good for him. Congratulations to what's his name? Uh, yeah, Carthic. Carthic. I'm just teasing. I'm just now teasing. spell his name. <laughs> sure. N E M M A N I. Everyone knows that. Don't be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But I find it fascinating that the top three are from North Texas and the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And you said uh, here in the Metroplex, it's amazing. You said it's it was a statewide or nationwide. This was a national. National, wow. National, and all three. The top three are from the Fort Worth Metroplex. I mean, that's great. That is interesting. I'm I'm just surprised they came from Texas. I'm I'm born and raised here. Donuts. <laughs> I'm just saying. Are you born? And are you a Texas girl? Yeah. Seriously. Born in Houston. Oh, born in Houston. Born in Houston. Moved to Dallas when I was about four or five. I have a. I have another. Uh, another good friend who was born in uh, Big Springs, out in West Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, he lives here in uh, the Metroplex now. And his favorite, my favorite line from him was, "Now I don't mind living here. It's a little close to Oklahoma." <laughs> You can sm- you smell it. it every once in a while. I, I love like it. it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so are you are you an Oklahoma hater too? Oh, yeah, okay. of course. Well, yeah. and I also, for those who are watching oh, on Lord. television, I've got my Longhorns coffee cup <laughs> right here. Go Longhorns. Yeah, so, and I, but I will say I did not. I went down, uh, down the highway to Texas State. But I had season tickets to the Longhorn games because we did not have a great team. And I grew up being a Longhorn fan. So I'm allowed, everybody. Well, they had a pretty good team for quite a while. Yeah, when I went to, when I was in school, when I was down there, was uh, Vince Young. And we, we went to the Rose Bowl. We won yeah. the, the championship. So those were good times to have uh, season tickets there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, congratulations. Yeah, these young kids, congr- absolutely congratulations. And you're a little too smart for your own good, but congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dinesh D'Souza, I'm really interested what your take is on this, Jeffy. Really? I am. So I like Trump, Dinesh. Trump pardon I him. like Dinesh do very you? much. I do. He's a good guy. I like Dinesh. I like his wife. Uh, they've been here multiple times. Yes, yes. Uh, she's, so are you? So you're contractually obligated to say I that? Am, is that what I you're am saying? contractually obligated to mm-hmm. be his, you know, just to say nice things. Right, right. And so, uh, you know, off the air. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll he's, I really like Dinesh a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Trump is just being Trump, mm-hmm. right? He, I mean, that's why he threw out other people that he's going to give uh, pardons to now, uh, you know, because 
Blagojevich mm-hmm. and uh, Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. He's just throwing it out there to start a fire. Yeah. Do, see, or, see do what you people mean say. to tell me you think that Trump likes chaos? <laughs> Stop. I do think that uh, I think that the Dinesh thing was that was just a slap Obama. Oh, absolutely. There you go. Get out of here. I did find it interesting, though. I mean, this all came after uh, he and his staff met with Kim Kardashian about prison reform. And, you know, on the surface, you think Dinesh sends in Kim (laughs) to take care of a little business. Well, that's why it's like, okay, (laughs) Kim came and she was very. um, Ring the bell. She was she was very enthusiastic about. This uh, grandmother, it's like a 63-year-old yeah, grandmother, yeah, yeah. Alice Marie Johnson. She's big on prison reform. And look, there's plenty of people. Jared Kushner's a big push behind this, along with Ivanka and some other people. And there's some people, uh, some very but prominent she, people here in the Metroplex mm-hmm. that are a big part of the prison reform that uh, they want to uh, they want to establish. And good for them. But she wanted, and so she wanted a pardon like for this specific grandmother. And... It, I just found it interesting that she met and went to all these great lengths to, you know, discuss this with Trump. And Trump's like, yeah, I'm going to pardon Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> this grandmother you're talking about, I don't, eh, I don't really, I can't concern I don't, myself I don't with know. that. She's but not, Dinesh, you're, you're, you're I good. I don't know. She's not a star. I don't know her. She doesn't make movies. Right. Really doesn't mean anything to me. Right. You even, you know, even hubby said a couple nice things about me, but that's it. I mean, I, I, like, I, I give her this pardon and what people are going to praise me. I'd rather do it for Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah. And because. Uh, it's just set everything on fire. Yeah, your, your 63 year old lady, she was guilty of something. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, she, she did it. She's serving life in prison, but it was a first. It was her first drug offense. There's a there's a number of uh, people that deserve it. There's a man in Tennessee that um, they were uh, that's back in prison now. Matthew Charles sentenced to 35 years in 1996. Okay, so he was 35 years in 96. He was released after two decades when a federal judge reduced his sentence. Okay. All right. So he's good to go. He's out. Right. No problem. Uh, no, uh, not so fast. Uh, after a sentence he, reduction, he committed another crime. He's uh, no, uh, no. The the federal court ruled his term was reduced in error and ordered him back behind bars to finish his sentence. What? I know. I know. No. He was out. He was out. He was rehabilitated. He had a job. I mean, he'd already served twenty one years, and they cut his sentence short. Uh, he the twenty one years was a sentence as a result of a crack guideline. Uh, you know, he was, was yes. sold crack. He was guilty, no question. Yes. He said he was. Yes. Um, he had uh, said that they changed the uh, laws to the crack guidelines under the Obama administration, but uh, which let him out. Mm-hmm. But then the U.S. Attorney's Office said, no, um, he was legally considered a career offender due to a prior stint in state prison. So, no, that, that law didn't apply to him, so he's got to go back. Wow. And so he's been out building a life. Wow. Um, since he's released, he's held a steady job, volunteers every Saturday, reconnected with his family, started a relationship. And uh, he talks about his rehab starting in prison, though, uh, where he helped prisoners. He never got into any problems in prison. Wow. In the 21 years, he helped other uh, other inmates get their G- GEDs, uh, helped them learn to read uh, went to a maximum to low security without any disciplinary infraction. And uh, now he's just, the judge said, look, I know it's it's 
it's not fair and I don't want to do it, but it's out of my hands. You have to go back. And so he's back now. To finish wow. So if, if Trump was going to, uh, if Trump was going to pardon someone, yeah. I would like to say this. Uh, let's have let's have my man here, Charles. Let's nominate him. Yes, absolutely. That it that uh, just, it's, it's just oh, sad. That yeah. is so, well, it's it's not even to me. It's infuriating. That's infuriating to me. That first of all, I guess we have to decide as a country why are we putting people in prison? Do we want them to be reformed, or are we just trying to punish them and throw the book at them and teach them? Who's boss and who's in control? Because a little, little, I, mean, a, a, I feel like there's a healthy balance, you know, to 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 be had. Like the, our goal should probably be a healthy balance. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Yes, that's correct. But I don't know when you there see is. things like this, this is just. I mean, he he clearly showed that he wanted to reform his life. Yes, and he did. And he talked about he talked about uh, he he served in the military. All right, he went into the military because he wanted to get out of his get out of the world he was in. Came back home. He said, he, I was right back at ground zero again. And so when he was arrested and went to prison, he was like, I was at ground I was good with it because I didn't care. It mm-hmm. just didn't matter. I didn't care. And then in prison, he realized, what, what am I doing? Right. It's ridiculous. And so he turned his life around. Wow. And now he's going back for another you know, 10 years or unless you know, they find a way to get him out. He's concerned that, you know, he's when they let him out next time, he's going to be 10 years older. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. going to be Good, tougher, tougher, tougher to get a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, health issues, if there are any, come up in the next 10 years because mm-hmm. they talk about how uh, uh, health deterioration uh, is sped up in prison, which I didn't realize. I, want, I didn't know the, the numbers behind that. I'm going to have to look into that. I mean, I'm sure that's some of the stuff that, uh, maybe not Kim is talking to Don about, but the other prison reform uh, pundits are talking to Trump about. And those are some of the things that need to be addressed. Yeah. I mean, we have, he's, uh, the 63-year-old lady, it was, uh, I think she was assisting she a was, drug sale. Yeah, she was right? kind of like a drug mule. Right. And uh, look. And by the way, she was trying, she was a single mom. She had just gotten divorced. She was, she like lost her job. There were all of these things that happened to her that basically she was just trying to feed her children. Like she needed to make money to feed her children. And I get it. It's wrong. But I'm just saying like there are sometimes extenuating circumstances. You have to look at the bigger picture rather than just, oh, she was a drug mule. Lock her up for life. And we've seen uh, in many instances in the last, well, uh, in for quite some time that there are there is no common sense right laws mm-hmm. uh there's no very few judges look at well and maybe there are we just don't hear about them but there's very few judges that look at uh a law and say well yeah you're guilty but right um you know and so to change that it's like there's no leeway right there's no and we see that in schools all the time right common sense is lost yeah it's uh, all right down the line um no, you can't bring it. Yes, you're going to get kicked out of school for your uh, for your butter knife right. in your backpack right. that was there because you had lunch in a park yesterday. Right. Uh, you're How still dare you're, you. right. You're still going to get kicked out of school because you have a knife. Right. Well, no, it's not. But yes, it's a knife, but it's not a knife here to harm people. Right. I mean, it's just there's no common sense. And I have to say, for the record, uh, if you're telling me that my only option to feed my children is to smuggle cocaine, I'm doing it. Well, as I'm a, doing it. As I, a, if, if, if that is really and truly my only option, 
if my kids are going to be out on the street or I'm going to do that, and that is my only option, my only available option, I'll do it. And I think uh, ten uh, out of ten times, I think most people would say that yes, they would do that. But wouldn't wouldn't it have been easier just for her to, I don't know, sell herself? Um. Well, I and is there a line there? Is that a line? No, I mean, I don't know. I'm asking, is that a line? I I, I don't know the answer to that. As I mean, I could make. Obviously, you can make all kinds of jokes about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it would depend on her particular characteristics. I mean, that's you don't like. I always say. What do you always yeah. say? Don't sell other people's crack. Don't sell other people's crack. Okay, all right, just your own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just I. I don't know you, but again, you say you do anything for your children, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know that she makes as much money uh, trying to. Uh, be uh you know a prostitute so she makes more money you know hauling crack or whatever she was hauling for the for right. the drug dealer and you know feeding her family and there may have been some leverage put on her from the from the drug dealers as well yeah uh for the safety of her of her family yeah do this or i'm gonna kill your kids well you're gonna do it right right um okay so let's I want to let's get can we get Martin in here? Let's take a break and then uh, get Martin in here to read some what I learned today tweets. Oh, Jedediah is going to read us some tweets from what I learned today. Nice. Hashtag the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. The blaze radio network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right. uh, Father's Day weekend is just around the corner, June 15th through 17th. And here at Mercury Studios, we have a little private tour. I know. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Rights and Responsibilities exhibition. They're already uh, redoing the studios, uh, getting it up and running. Glenn is busy uh, running around figuring out what's what all is going to be part of the uh, Mercury Museum. And uh, I they're great. If you if you have been to one before, uh, you know how great they are. And if you haven't, why? You should I know I mean, how great just, they are. It's just silly. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing with your life? Be here. Okay. Well, and there's separate tours that you can be on. Might you, I just say, Mr. Jeffy Fisher no, is, blah, is also hosting. I, I am. But, you know, a blah, blah. Tour. Glenn's giving a tour. Blah, blah. Saturday, David. June 16th at 5 30. <laughs> blah, blah. David <laughs> Barton's giving a tour. Big mm-hmm. deal. I, me. Me is the most important. Uh, I'm doing I a, will also be there. I'm going to do Friday, June 15th at noon. I am not listed because I'm not as important as Jeffy. Oh, well, that's clear. But I am <laughs> going to be there with Doc. Oh, you Friday, are? Yeah, Friday nice. noon. Well, Chris, Chris, just, she Chris, was Chris volunteered yeah, he just guaranteed my my uh, existence there yesterday. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll, yeah, sure, I'll be there. Nice. Yeah. Well, welcome. Yeah. That's a very, very good. You have a lot of fun. It is really cool. Have you been to one before? I Maybe haven't. No, I wasn't here. <laughs> anyway, the... <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to change that, Jeffy. Thank you. Uh, you, you actually, it's fascinating. Uh, some of the items that uh, they have is absolutely amazing. You'll be walking by and you'll go, "Wow!" And then you just stop and look at it. I mean, and read about it and learn about it. And that's what we'll do. The tours will give you a little bit behind the scenes. Now, Brad and I are doing a separate tour Saturday evening. Uh, the one I'm going to do one with Stu. That'll probably be, you know, I, since I don't like Stu much, uh, you know, I'll let him. <laughs> He can do whatever he wants. But Brad and I 
are going to do, I think, uh, believe it or not, tour. So, um, you know, one of us will tell you a story false, and one of us will tell you a story true, and you're going to have to figure it out. Interesting. So, okay. <laughs> it'll be fun. Go to mercuryone.org. Mercuryone.org, and you can slash it museum 2018, or you can just go to mercuryone.org and look for the link, baby. Or if you mm-hmm. are uh, the type of person who likes to be on the phone, which I don't know why you would, but just in case, it's 972 499 Four seven four seven. Just, just what was the number? Nine seven two four nine nine four seven four seven. Mordecai, you were fantastic. This Thank segment. you. We're as gonna you have to in, save it. No, Jeffy was very, Jeffy was very enthusiastic about this Mercury One. You were, so you were outstanding. Stay here. Oh, I appreciate it. All right. Stay, oh, don't appreciate it. Stay here. Oh. <laughs> Good morning, Blaze. Sorry, we didn't mean to offend you. Actually, yeah, we did. This is the morning, Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network. Gonzalez filling in for Doc Thompson here with Jeffy and Martin Mordecai. Hello. What are, you have so many names here. Yeah. Now when he's when he comes in to uh, read uh, the tweets at uh, hashtag What I Learned, uh, you can tweet at Doc Thompson. What show, I learned today. At uh, not yeah, just no, what I learned. At Real Chris Cruz. At Sarah. At Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Gonzalez. Oh, TX. Oh, uh, thank TX. you. There also, there's Sarah no Gonzalez. H in my name. S A R A. Well, how, how come you Gonzalez put the TX at the end? There was another the Sarah Gonzalez. <laughs> someone huh? already there took was, Sarah. Someone Gonzalez. already took. Someone Sarah already took Sarah Gonzalez. Oh, uh, oh TX, <laughs> TXX. <laughs> what does TX stand for? The Gmail accounts. It's my name. One thousand four hundred and two. Sarah Gonzalez. One two three. All right. So, what are the listeners learning today so far? We have Florida man who tweeted out, "I'm surprised McDonald's hasn't been sued yet for having a menu item called the Pounder." Hashtag Pound Me Too. Lori D Spoons her mojo tweeted out, "You're missing the best one. Today is National Leave the Office Early Day." Oh. So. Well, see you guys later. She was like, Doc Thompson, Bye. I already knew this because he's not here. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Jackal Pokemon tweeted out saying, today we got the morning blaze um, beauty and the beast edition. Now, whoever's <laughs> the beauty and the beast, I don't know. You guys can decide that. But uh, I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> Jeffy right. would be the I'm beauty. The beauty. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. And on that note, uh, DM and DM tweeted out, uh, Jeffy has never taken Ambien, but he'll gladly use the hashtag Ambien made me do it. <laughs> no question. <laughs> no question. No question. I, it was just a joke on radio. I actually had taken it. <laughs> uh, I do have one that I saw, Spunkin' Bronuts. Whoa. You know you hit diva status when you can call in Mordecai to read the tweets instead of yourself. Mordecai, can you tell us who told you to come in and read the tweets? The diva in the room is Jeffy. Thank you. That's why he's the beauty. Thank you. Thank you. I know. So just so we're clear, it was Jeffy who needed Mordecai to come in. What else is he doing? 
Oh, just like a thousand other things. What? What? It's too long. That's what to, I thought. To, yeah, so much I can't yeah, even tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we have any other good ones or no? Uh, no, that was all I had. No. I thought it was going to be a quick segment last segment, but... Um, well, the, here's the thing. Wanted. Here's the thing. When you work on like live radio, you got to be quick on your feet. Okay, you got to adapt here, to change very listen quickly. Here, Sarah. Okay. So listen, we appreciate you coming in and reading the the, the tweets with Thank the hashtag you. "What I Learned Today." Yeah. All right, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen, Jedediah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? I like that one too, though. <laughs> I really like these names. These names, Reuben. Eh, it's all right. Joel's got. Yeah, the sandwich name old. is old. Joel's getting too old. Yeah. I like Mordecai. Mordecai. You look like a Joel. Good one. Really? Yeah. Uh, Take offense to that. So. Re- really? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, thank you. All, right. all right. Thank you. We'll bring you back in here in a little bit. We don't want the listeners to get upset. They get very, very touchy. Very, ten- very tense whenever we don't uh, read their tweets. Do so. we have a guest here? We do. Is, uh, is the do. guest ready is to rock guest- and roll? Oh, okay. Because I didn't see it up on the on the screen, no problem. Uh, it's fine. I mean, we're just trying to do a live show here, sure. guys. We don't, don't need any information it's on fine. the screen. It's fine. It's fine. We're um, going. We're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it live. I don't know what that means. We'll we're do doing it live. It live. Daniel Eikenson uh, from the Cato Institute uh, joins us, and uh, he's here to talk a little bit about uh, you know uh, the Trump tariffs. And uh, I know Canada's a little wound up uh, at the uh, the new Trump tariffs, and uh, I. I kind of feel you know the EU's all wound up. Everybody's having uh, getting their uh, getting their uh, yes. shirts upset about yes. it. I was going to use another phrase, and mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't. I had to I rethink was the phrase. For it. Yes, <laughs> but I kind of feel like most of America kind of feels like why should I care about this, and why should they? Am I on with you guys? Yes, you, you are. are. Hi, Daniel. Daniel. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. You? Hi. So why should they? Well, look, tariffs are taxes. And when we impose tariffs on imported steel and aluminum to protect a steel industry or the aluminum industry, um, we are imposing costs on downstream industries. The companies that purchase steel and aluminum will have to raise their prices because their cost of production will be higher. They'll have fewer profits in which to to spend on, to invest in, for an expansion and to hire people. You mean they so, won't just absorb the cost, Daniel? No. Well, they, how, how do you absorb the cost? Uh, you absorb the cost, and and then you have fewer profits to invest in in, in plant expansion. It, it's just a tax. You know, you you go to, just when you go to Walmart or you go to any store and you get hit with tax. Uh, that's more money out of your pocket as a sure consumer. Is. Adds up fast. So, there's a lot of, you know, you, you mentioned that the Canadians are upset and the, the EU is upset. Americans should be upset first. Yeah, uh, we are going to be paying higher prices. And uh, this is not good for international relations. And uh, we should expect to see more of this. There's going to be retaliation against our exporters, which means people who work in companies that export to the EU and Canada and Mexico are, are going to be adversely affected. So, I, 
I do. Uh, not, I, not good. Yeah, Daniel, I do find it interesting. Uh, there are, you know, and I know we have Trump supporters that are listeners, uh, and I don't mean to knock on him or them, but I do find it interesting. It seems to be there's a disconnect uh, that, you know, what a trade war really would mean for the country. And, you know, I know uh, Trump tweeted out that trade wars were easy to win, you know, um, and yeah. I just I think that I feel like there's a disconnect on, you know, what tariffs really do um, to Americans. It's not, uh, you know, if we, you know, have a tariff on things coming in from China, I mean, yeah. China's not paying that, you know, no. I think. that. No. So do you find that there's a disconnect in the understanding of what tariffs actually do and what they are? I think there is an, uh, a misunderstanding in that when we talk about trade at the national level, a lot of people buy into this idea that trade is a competition between you know, Team USA and Team China. And therefore, exports are our points and imports are the other team's points. And the trade account is a scoreboard and we have a deficit. So that means that we're losing at trade and we're losing because the foreign team is cheating. That's really not the way to think about this. Um, you know, 50%, half of the value of U.S. imports are intermediate goods and capital equipment. That means these are the purchases of U.S. companies mm-hmm. that they need, that they rely on to produce their output and to be able to contribute to U.S. GDP and hire people. So when you raise those costs and then foreign governments retaliate against our exporters, that reduces their revenues, their profits get squeezed, and they don't have anything to invest. And um, Trump is very different. He's unorthodox in the sense that you know the 13 presidents prior to him believed that trade was a win-win and that both and all countries benefit from exchange. Uh, he sees tr- Trump sees trade as a zero-sum game, and uh, right. and so we have the leverage because we have a large market, and because we have uh, trade deficits. He thinks that others depend on us more than we depend on them, but it's not the right way to go about this. And he's really we're on the brink of uh, economic catastrophe here. Well, he uh, believed. Now, I, I don't know. People are making the argument for him that this was to uh, you know a uh, bargaining chip with him mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but he's not making that case he's making the case for national security so which is it well there's under the constitution congress has the authority to to implement trade policy to, to regulate foreign commerce but over the years congress has delegated some of that authority through statute uh, to the president uh, for various circumstances one of which is uh, for national security purposes. So the law that was invoked here is something called Section 232 of the Trade Expansion Act of 1962. And that enables the president to identify national security threats uh, and then mitigate those threats with tariffs or, or the like. Uh, but it's been seldom used. It's a, it's a Soviet, uh, you know, Cold War era provision that was designed to ch- sort of check Soviet expansion. Uh, and he's used it to uh, ensnare our our allies. Uh, and, but really, he was using it, I think, to obtain the leverage, because the statute gives him a lot of latitude, uh, to obtain the leverage to try to extract from Canada and Mexico and the EU concessions, uh, commitments from them to purchase more U.S. products and sell us fewer products so that we can have a better trade balance with them. And that is uh, really not a good use of the law or of, uh, of, of U.S. moral authority. Yeah. Well, well, we already failed. I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm not an expert by any means, but I was. I've been. Uh, you know, had it blasted into me that uh, the Moot Holly years uh, we should learn from. Uh, maybe uh, history, history repeating itself, uh, and yeah. so we should kind of maybe I don't know learn our lesson. 
We should. Uh, I, unfortunately, I think you know history is not as convincing as as it as it should be. Uh, maybe we need a fresh set of data to, to show how disruptive trade wars can be. You know, back in the 1930s when we had Smoot Hawley, uh, global trade was much smaller than it is now, and most products uh, were produced entirely in a, in a given country. There wasn't a lot of intermediate good trade. Today, two thirds of global trade is intermediate goods. Right. Uh, so it's you know in in process in pr- production in process trade, whereas back then it was it was less than one third. So there were fewer interests lobbying in Washington or in the European capitals to say, hey, don't impose trade barriers because you're going to raise our costs. Today there are many many more interests that are adversely affected, and um, we're waiting to see uh, them uh, you know make a difference here and for Congress to get involved. So far the Republicans in Congress have been uh, sitting on their hands, and uh, I think they have. They do a pretty good job of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, everyone needs to be good at something, right? Well, yeah, they're darn good at that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, best case outcome in your eyes, Daniel? That uh, that at, at the last minute, uh, the uh, well, actually at midnight, the tariffs took effect. Uh, right. But we need to we need to uh, negotiate uh, a way out of this. It's not just the steel tariffs with the Europeans and the Canadians and the Mexicans that are at issue. Uh, next week, in two weeks, uh, the president is going to unveil a, a list of products uh, that are going to be hit with, uh, you know, Chinese products are going to be hit with 25% tariffs, We're talking about $50 billion worth of imports. The Chinese have already said they're going to retaliate against $50 billion of our exports. That's a lot of trade. That's going to have really adverse. So we need to uh, find a way to uh, give the the president and the president of China and the prime minister of Canada a political way out and and avert uh, this, this, this otherwise pending disaster. Is there a way? Uh, you know, we we could uh, agree to uh, um, to purchase each other's products, uh, to recommit to the rules of the World Trade Organization. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I just, that I'm they're going to do that. I'm, you're, you're I'm not... afraid the president just doesn't <laughs> doesn't quite understand. Uh, well, the, the right. well, even yeah. if even if he does, the out is going to have to make him look like he won, or you're not, or you're going nowhere fast. That, that's right, and I think it's the same for just about every political leader, but th- this one in particular, well, the U.S. He, president in particular. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Eikelson, thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, your time. My it was great. Um, director of Trade Policies for the Cato Institute. Uh, Daniel, uh, fascinating. I, I, I still, you know, I, I understand, you know, how bad it is, and we need to do something, and yet I, I really do feel I don't know that we're ever going to wake people up until – the prices start hitting mm-hmm. the prices start hitting the shelves and product is not on the shelves that was there before mm-hmm. yeah well, i think that's right i think we have crisis fatigue we're tired of hearing about it we need to see it uh, i don't wish that upon anybody but uh, I know. that's what's going to happen and maybe we'll learn a lesson i hope we do yeah Daniel, thank you very thank much. You, I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the Morning Blade. Daniel Eikenson. Uh yeah, no, I really <clears throat> I do think we're not going we Americans won't realize it until it hits their own pocketbook. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That's and yeah. I tried to convince people using the reason that when you're talking about aluminum, you know your beer cans, those are aluminum. The so what? Do you wanna do you wanna pay more? For your beer. Well, also, uh, think of this. Uh, no is the answer. Right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Isn't that the best? That's the best sell there is. Do you no. want to pay more for your beer? They've jacked the you're price you're up an American. You like beer, obviously. Over the last few years. Yeah. 
But one of the things that people don't understand is many of these products are products that companies use to make products. Right. You have products that you buy that are your tools to make the products that you sell to the public. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane to think that, A, the companies are going to absorb them, and, B, we're going to be able to uh, afford more of what they're making when it costs our astronomical. It's silly. Right. And I'm not sure what President Trump is hoping to gain. I really, really don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. Uh, well, there is no better time than right now to get a new flag for summer. Jeffy, do you have a flag for summer? I do not have a flag for summer. Well, it's very disappointing. I you, did. I did go to this website uh, that you're going to tell us about momentarily, and uh, I'm on the way of, of purchasing one, but I'm not quite sure which one I want yet. Okay. Well, let me just let me just lay it all out here. If you tell me the Texas flag, what? Go ahead. Uh, CollinsFlags.com. It's family-owned and operated business since 2001. Uh, all of their American and military flags are made here in America which is important to me. I want Love made it. in America, especially when you're talking about my flag. They are committed to offering the highest quality flags at wholesale pricing. There isn't a flag that they won't have. They have all of them. It's amazing. I, I, we were, I was in here, Pat, Pat and I were in here, the, uh, one of the first days that we were uh, discussing this uh, company as a client. And so we were, he, we were on the website. Any flag you want, they've got. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. So just go. What? Uh, it is collinsflags.com, or you can call them easy. toll free at 800 950 4061. And uh, they have an extra 15% discount if you use promo code Blaze. So, Jeffy, I got to write that down. Ty- yeah, type it in. Well, I mean, I think you should probably remember Blaze as the promo code. Is I don't think Blaze you need to write or it the down. Blaze? It's just Blaze. Okay, collinsflags.com. Collinsflags.com. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Cultural Appropriation. Yes, please. This is the morning blaze. Okay, so here in Texas, it gets obviously really hot in the summer. And uh, the surface of the sun hot. That's fair. Outside. Outside. Yes. Inside. So they've created uh inside, what, what happened we're was in a meat freezer. American in- This is not even close to being in a meat freezer, but I could be, I have worked in freezers before. Do you prefer it? Yes. I do. Did you ask them to turn the AC down just for you? This room doesn't get as cold as I would like. It, are you serious? Yeah. So you, the, so stu- you would like ni- it. Stage 19? Oh, that's, oh, it's awful. As I wish. It's awful. No, I know. I go oh, in there. I, and I, I know. When I have to, sh- I'll go and shoot a, a digital video in there and I'm it's literally been, shaking. Uh, I have to stop. I'm involuntarily shaking. I have to stop. <laughs> Try really hard. You to could stop sit next to Stu's so little heater. I know. I need one. But this, this room uh, is based on a different um, 
area so it doesn't these two rooms three actually because you have the one next door these three rooms that the ac heat cools doesn't really do a good job it's no i i can assure you this no, is it does this not is, do a good it's job freezing in here it and just because it's hot outside do does not mean it has to be because it was hot inside. outside because it was hot outside we created a machine that sucks in hot air mm-hmm. and spits out cold air. Oh my gosh! Right, right. We, but I mean, America you, you is don't a need beautiful to, thing. You don't need to overdo it. Is all I'm saying. There's a point where it gets to be a little bit too much. <sighs> I don't. I don't know that that point. Arrives. You've never. You've never. You've never found that point yet. You have yet to <sighs> ever find that point. Oof. Okay. Oof. All right. Uh, that I know of. Uh, so, Kamala Harris, Senator Kamala Harris. I love. Kamala. Don't you? I do. I love her policies. Got all her DVDs. Mm-hmm. Love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her platforms. Yes. Yeah. Uh, does she have DVDs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, she has DVDs? Yeah. yeah. The Kamala Harris series. Yes. She, she was, she was, uh, she was on Ellen, the Ellen DeGeneres show. Of course. And Ellen was, you know, kind of quizzing her. She asked her uh, if she had any tattoos. You and don't go she, on Ellen for anything uh, hard hitting. Ellen, that's not what right. Ellen does. Right. It's, I mean, it's okay. I, you know, Ellen, that's what Ellen does. Right. And she, you know, she does well at it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I believe we have audio. She was then asked a question and her answer was very peculiar. Let's listen. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? <laughs> does one of us have to come out alive? <laughs> Did you hear that laughing? Did you hear the cackle? <laughs> oh, cheering. Yes. Ah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going alive. Which one is I going to kill? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Politics if in 2018. Jeff Sessions, Mike Pence, or Donald Trump said anything close to that. Can you imagine? Com- oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? It would be a firestorm. I mean, I, it just, it blows my mind. It's, it depends on, it's all dependent on who you are in the industry. Boy, no kidding. Usually if you have a D in, uh, behind your name, then you're safe. No matter what you say. Uh, yeah. Usually. Uh, for the most part, yes. That's, a good rule of thumb. Yes. Um, namely, if you're also, if you're a woman, unless you're someone like Roseanne who, you know, pretends to represent conservative values on a TV show well, and, she, and then and, you can be thrown into the conservative right. and, pit and, and, and the show burned never alive. Did. And the show never did. It, it was really fascinating how they, they build that because I watched them. I, I watched the season and uh, enjoyed it mm-hmm. but for what it was. But it never was a pro-Trump show. No. Never. Uh, a lot of people tried to put it into that category because I, she voted for it, and be, so and they made the deal. The first episode yeah. was her fighting with her sister over her voting for Trump and her sister right. not. Which I think uh, a lot of Republicans, I, I felt like uh, we came off looking very desperate to like, oh, oh, look, 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 she likes Trump. Oh, she's one of us. She's one of us. Look, she's right. a conservative. Look, everyone, look, and it's just like, all right, calm down. And in she the isn't. end, her sister actually didn't vote for Hillary anyway, because Roseanne talked her into thinking that Hillary was so bad, she voted for Jill Stein. That was the joke. Yes. I mean, and the only reason that they she voted for Trump was because he was going to help them out of 
hard times they were in. Right. That was the whole deal. Right. It was just agonizing. And the rest of the time they made little, they slammed, they slammed him. Right. I mean, the, the season finale was, uh, they were wait. the season finale was they were waiting for uh, the government, the president to declare a state of emergency so they could get money to fix their house. Okay. And they would get the money to fix their house. And Dan would be able to do it cheaper, so then that extra money they would be able to pay for a knee surgery that Roseanne needed. There, mm-hmm. there's the layout of the show format. Wow, but, spoilers! I, I know spoilers I, abound. Don't worry, you're not going to be able to see him anywhere soon. <laughs> and uh, and they do right; it, it happens. Mm-hmm. But it, but the daughter says, "Oh, he just they just issued a a, a declar you know it was an emergency, mm-hmm. a state of emergency. But he spelled the state's name wrong. Does it still count?" <laughs> So they slammed him at the same time of being happy yeah, for him. Yeah. It, it never was a pro-Trump show. So, but it's just, it's so interesting uh, in this day and age what constitutes as, you know, something that we should all be outraged about and what doesn't. So apparently something that can be construed as being racist, you're, you're done. You're over. Your career is done. You are blacklisted and that's fine. Something that could be construed as, you know, um, anti-female. That's okay. Eh, it doesn't matter. That's, that's, eh, that's mean, all right. If, is, it, okay. is it another woman saying it? Yes. Okay. Well, she's a woman, so that's okay. Okay to joke about murder, right? Kamala Harris. Obviously. That's so, so that's. Oh, I didn't mean murder. Right. Um, I mean, okay. does one of us have to come out alive? Well, is there another way to take that? <laughs> I don't, I don't see another scenario no, here where that's what she meant. So it's just very, it's very curious to me that it's like something that be could, that could be construed as racist, absolutely unacceptable. You lose everything. We're going to come after you with pitchforks. Murder. Well, it's, she, but she's talking about a conservative. So, I mean, it's funny. That's, don't worry about it. She's talking about a conservative. Eh, it's fine. That's funny. Samantha right, B. It's funny, right? Right. That's funny. funny. Killing it's people's funny. funny. That's Except really that, funny. So I, don't, I still don't, I mean, it shows that uh, what gutless people they really are, though. Because Samantha B thinks she was standing up and calling uh, Ivanka the cookie, the C word. But uh, she still fell back with her tail between her legs and apologized. And, you know, it's all part of her little game. Oh, I said I was sorry, so it's okay. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. All right, we've got Dr. Kelly Ward coming up next. I'm excited. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. with Doc Thompson. Uh, well, I don't have time anymore. It's hard to get a bathroom break in in radio. And with this clock it is. It really is. Um, a lot of morning show clocks uh, are a little bit different than this. Uh, so they have a little bit longer breaks. And so you have a little bit of time. Uh, with the way we've uh, structured the clock here in this little inside baseball, but uh, or radio, uh, the way they've structured it here is uh, you get a lot more content, which means that... Uh, 
a lot less breaks. Yeah. And a lot less break time. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, you're welcome. My, my, my bladder's taking one for the team here. And, uh, I mean, if less you uh, immediately, you have to, it's good good time management practice. Hustle. Yeah. You got to hustle. You got to take care of business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want, I mean, get you a bucket in here or something. Just go. Just go. Just let it go, man. I'm, I'm whatever. There's like a crate, maybe I can whatever, use down I, here. I don't care. I used to remember the trash remember, can. Remember the, 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 uh, that never mind. <laughs> uh, well, nah, never mind. I am really, I'm so pleased to, uh, be joined by Kelly Ward, Dr. Kelly Ward running for us Senate in Arizona. How are you, Kelly? Dr. Hey guys, Kelly. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah. I mean, it's really early here, you know, but but it's all good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Oh, I was, someone else on the show was complaining I about was, how early was it was just, was. just say, moments I was, ago. I was complaining uh, about the time too, so I feel you. It is. <laughs> it, it's a hard adjustment, but uh, you know, I do feel accomplished at the end of the day when you get That's up right. this early. You're yes. at the end of the day. You're like, wow, I did so much. I, I thought I could go to the, the gym at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. You know, my time here in Arizona. Maybe you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, Might as well go. That's what I try to do every day, Doc. Try to sneak in or run to the gym but, uh, from time to time. I, I, I miss some days. I thought uh, so, Jeffy. I thought so. Uh, so the right to try law uh, was just recently signed by President Trump. And um, this is a law. It, it interests me so much. Um, so, I, yeah, I do want to get your take. Of course, you know, I'm sure that the listeners know. But, of course, this allows uh, for terminally ill patients to, you know, have the right to try experimental drugs that haven't been cleared through the third phase of the FDA. Um, and I know that that this was one of President Trump's, um, he he talked about this before, that he wanted to get That's this done. That's a good done. thing. I, I, I think, you know, I, I believe it's a good thing. And I, I'm glad to see that it finally, uh, finally has come to fruition because there's no one who get sick or no one who knows someone who is sick that wants to be told that's it Mm -hmm. have a nice day no you can't try that sorry yeah i mean it just seems to lead to bad things yeah you know i mean as a as a physician i think everybody should have every chance possible to treat a terminal illness and when i was in the arizona legislature in the arizona state senate back in 2015 we passed that law here in arizona and so i am so excited to see that it's it's signed into law at the federal level as well um, this doesn't cost anybody anything, I mean, other than the patient. It, it's not as right. those treatments have to be given to the patient for free, but the patient can have access to those treatments and um, potentially life-saving treatments that otherwise they wouldn't because of government slowdown at the FDA. Wait, yeah. wait, yeah. they're not free? <laughs> you know, you know, there's, there's nothing that's free. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, now that is, it, I wouldn't say a criticism of the law itself, because I don't think that there's anything to criticize necessarily about the law. But I mean, uh, you know, for instance, I had an uncle who died from ALS. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just remember we were always like there there was an experimental drug that was going through. I think it was, you know, the first round of the FDA's, uh, you know, clearance. And we were like, why can't we just try it? He's literally going to die anyway. He right. does, he'll sign whatever waiver, whatever piece of paper you want him to sign that says if I have some crazy side effect or I die from this. I'm cool with it because I'd at least like a shot, a shot, a chance, you know, just this little glimmer of hope is better than the alternative, you know, but he, then we, then we thought about, okay, these drugs are really, really expensive. So then it gets to the point where it's like, so is it going to be that only the rich people can, you know, can test these out and then the, the poor people, you know, don't get a chance. I mean, what do you see happening there? They well, are really you know, expensive. I mean, I think th- that you're right. They are very, very expensive medications. And, and probably at some point there will be a way to have people that are in the safety net who develop terminal illnesses to be able to have access to, to these potentially life-threatening or life-saving. Well, they're going uh, to yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're going to have to work it into your insurance policies, right? I mean, your medical insurance policies. Well, have to be, yes, you but know, I don't know that don't insurance, know. you know, insurance will pay for something that's not a proven treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, we have where, uh, you know, if if the insurance company decides you you don't need an MRI right, right now, right. they get to be the ones that tell you. That's why I'm such a big fan of health savings accounts mm-hmm. for all levels of socioeconomic status and all ages. Because then, no matter if you're on Medicaid or you're on Medicare or if you have your own private plan, um, you, you control where your dollars go. And you can get the care that you need and that you want and that you deserve rather than waiting for the government to deliver something, anything, even if it isn't what you want, and then expecting us to be thankful for it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to clarify, uh, you know, if, if the insurance company would say, you know, deny that again, as you're saying, uh, you know, you could use a health savings account to, to then pay for it on your own, just because you do always have the option of paying for it on your own. And I mean, I, there's all kinds of options out there. I mean, look at people who use GoFundMe for frivolous things. Um, those kinds of things could also help people have access to these life-saving, life-saving, potentially life-saving um, new drugs that haven't quite made it through the process. And the reason we have the process is so that we have safe drugs. And just as you said, um, y- your relative that was suffering with Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, you know, it's a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. And um, you want every glimmer of hope that, that is possible. So I'm so glad, you know, Senator Andy, or uh, Congressman Andy Big now, said, Senator, when I was, he was a state senator, but Congressman Andy Biggs was uh, instrumental in pushing that bill. He's one of our congressmen here in Arizona, and I was proud to work with him in Arizona. I look forward to working with him when I get to Washington, when I get to the Senate, and he is in, the, in uh, on Congress. I think we're going to be an unstoppable duo. When are you getting to uh, to Washington? Yeah, how is well, how's the campaign going? In January of 2019, the election's going to roll around the primary in August and the the general in November. I'm leading the the pack right now. 
for the primary, so I'm looking forward to being not only the Republican nominee, but the next senator from our state, because we need someone competent, qualified, capable, someone that the people of our state and of our nation, you know, that, that they can be proud of in the way that they serve. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, that Senator Flake is leaving. <laughs> I, I haven't been that proud of, of him lately. Uh, so it's time for a change. It's time for a change. There's no doubt about that. So what, would, what are your top three issues? I, well, it, it, of course, is border security and building the wall. He, you know, as in Texas, as it is in Arizona, we see the effects of illegal immigration in every aspect of society. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two has to be uh, uh, building the economy and controlling spending. Number three is repeal of Obamacare. It's got to go. And I do have number four. Number four is building our military and taking care of our veterans. Those are the four policy passions that I have. Those are the things I'm going to go to Washington and work with President Trump and work with the Freedom Caucus on the House side and work with the liberty lovers on the Senate side, people like Senator Rand Paul and Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Mike Lee. They need reinforcements, and I can't wait to get there and help them get it done. Mm, amen. So uh, the o- Obamacare is actually, that's that's one of my, um, I guess, my, my hot buttons as well. Uh, I, I actually have a, another business, and I'm a licensed insur- insurance broker here in Texas, and so I can see all of the damage that Obamacare has done. You know, I understand how the system works. So what would you, you want the repeal of Obamacare and would you want any kind of replacement for it or would you just be for the free market? Or so how do you, how do you see that playing out? Because I know a lot of Republicans in Congress right now are scared that, you know, if you just repeal it with nothing, the world's going to end. Well, I I don't ever say repeal and replace because as a physician, whenever there's a cancer and we cut it out, we don't replace it with another one. And thinking that a big government solution to a problem that big government created is the way we should go is is the wrong way to go. I I want want you to say big government solutions. That's right. No big government (laughs) solutions. The the free market is what works. Those those health savings accounts we talked about before are the things that that's the only thing that Mm -hmm. has actually been shown to decrease cost while increasing quality and increasing access to care. So we need, we need health savings accounts across the board. We need major medical catastrophic care insurance. So you know what I'm talking about, true insurance for real emergencies like car accidents and cancer and pregnancy and long-term, very expensive, debilitating illnesses and long-term care later in life if someone needs to go into a skilled nursing facility. Those things should cover, be covered by true insurance. And then we have to return the safety net, return Medicaid truly to the states so that the states can innovate to take care of a population that needs a hand up um, but not a long-term hand out. Yeah. If we do those things, we're going to solve the ills that, that, that face this country. I, I can't wait to get there. I have a lot of health care knowledge, not just as a, a business owner that owned my own primary care practice, but also I have a master's in public health. Uh, I have been involved in medical education for 20 years, and I, I made health policy in the, the Arizona State Senate. So I've got a lot to add to the discussion, and I, I can't wait to get there and, and put that knowledge to work for the people of my state and for the people of our country. Uh, I'm in. How can I vote for you? Yeah. Where, 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 can, where can people go if they want to get involved with your campaign? 
Well, we'd love to have them come to the website, kellyward.com, K-E-L-L-I-W-A-R-D.com. Find out all about me and, and where I stand on all of the issues. You can donate there as well and sign up to volunteer. You can volunteer from anywhere in the country, so let us know. We'd love your help because only the people in Arizona can vote for me. But when I get to the oh, Senate, what? I'm going to be voting for the rest of the country. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, wonderful to talk with you. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Talk Thanks, to you Doc. Soon. So, Jeffy. Oh, boy. No, it's not bad. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to try to sell me insurance. Mm. <laughs> I don't need to try to sell you insurance. When I'm selling you insurance, you won't know that I'm selling you insurance. You'll just be signing the dotted line. Thank you. Yes, dear. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I got in trouble with the audience last Friday I was in. I got in trouble. Okay. Uh, I did not give them any kind of Friday leftovers. So, well, that's a Doc Thompson thing. But that's a that's a that's a morning blaze thing for the listeners, right? When Doc's here, why do you insist on doing things different? When Doc's here, it's his show. You don't you he don't like do the bell. You don't like the bell here. Oh God! Here, just a little extra. Thank you. No, I appreciate. Do you hear it, it Jeffy? I do, do you, I do. It's, it's right there. It's right here. Amazing. It's it? right here by the ear that doesn't have a head earpiece. In, yeah, so I hear it even. I mean, I know that I'm a little little deaf, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. it, it, throughout the throughout the ages. But I get it. Remember, and a little deaf is questionable. I remember work, first starting in radio when you'd come in, and the guy that had worked in radio forever was the lead in, mm-hmm. and his, he'd said, his, "Take his headphones off," and they'd be so loud. Yeah, I'm that guy now. Are you? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's true because our dressing rooms are right next to each other and a lot of times I I yell over and you're like, "I can't I can't hear you. Yeah, I don't know. I can't hear anything. Dumb. I don't know what you're saying." Now, that also works because if I if I cover this ear, if I cover my right ear, this is this is how this is how I work at the house too. Okay. So I lay on the right side? Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh. Okay. Family tuned out. What I hear. Charlie so, Brown's mom, man, but on mute. Uh, I lay on my right side a lot. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what I'm know, hearing from you is... Dad. He didn't say anything. What I'm hearing from you That's is... So you like to be the family man, but minus the family. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good... It's kind of a... You know, it's a cute little idea. Right. You got the pictures. Right. It's a cute little... I don't even really care about those. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got the uh, the tax break. Yeah, I don't care about that either. Really, you really? No, no. The IRS, you know, I don't you, know, if you oh, know this. You've got the donut. I don't know if you know this, but the, the IRS is lassie. not your friend. You've got the donut, Lassie. I, I thank you. I do have the Lassie. I do have the Lassie. That's a good idea. The dinner, Lassie. So, thanks for reminding me. Yes. The breakfast, Lassie. Yes. Yeah, I have to, I, I need to, I'm, I'm shocked. Gonna, by I'm going to need way. to remind her of that. By the way, every I, so often. Oh. But. <laughs> You gotta. You got to sometimes. Uh, I'm shocked, by the way, that nobody has brought you donuts yet. Uh, I don't need donuts, thank you. What are you talking about? You were I just. Really, I know it's National Donut Day. About it I know, but I just then I get to thinking, and I don't. And the last thing I need in life is donuts. I mean, I, I feel eight, like there's a joke to be made no, there. No, I know, but the, you know, at 830 pounds, <laughs> enough is enough. Enough is enough. So 
Well, you know, I'm, I'm drawing the line today. Okay. I, I've, if uh, I'm, I won't purchase donuts for myself. But so, if someone I mean, if some show up, you, in, what are you, you going to do? Waste you, it? You have to eat them. Yeah. What do you let them go to waste? Someone, please. some hardworking American made them. Please, you're all. That's all about America. Thank you. That's, that's a true patriot right there, Thank Jeffy. You. Thank you. Uh, all right. So, so, what do you, so you didn't do your silly Friday leftovers. Well, I was, I was teasing it. I was teasing it. So, so you, I was going to say sure coming up, s- coming up next, we'll try to. It probably won't be as good as Doc, but yeah. we're going to try. We got to try. So. We'll do that All coming right. up next. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. You know, Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. That's a questionable <laughs> For now. fact. That's a questionable fact, most firings, but we'll let him go on that. <laughs> so, Jeffy, did you hear that I got a new kitten? I got a new kitten, rescued him from the rescued her from the streets, five weeks old. Sadly, I saw your little stupid Instagram picture. Thank you, Jeffy. Uh, well Yes, I follow you on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know from personal experience. That uh, pet stains, pet odors, they just, they get to be too much sometimes. Well, you're in luck because huh. So if you, the more animals you bring into your home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the but, more overdoing it of pet stains. Yeah, but, huh. yeah, but animals are what bring Weird. us joy in life. So, uh, you know, we don't really have a choice but to have them in our homes. Uh, Genesis 950 is the best pet stain remover. It's great for pet odors. It's also great uh, to clean floors, engines, counters, wheels, tools, grills, everything. It can be used for everything. Uh, The best part about it for me is that it's a green cleaner. It does all of this without leaving behind harmful chemicals or dangerous toxins. It's safe for you, safe for your family, safe for your pets, right? One gallon of Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of finished product. Uh, It is a lot less expensive to use Genesis 950 than it is to, say, replace your carpets. So I'd say that it is a pretty solid investment. It's available at Genesis950.com. Promo code Blaze for a discount. You will also receive a free spray bottle with the order of a one-gallon bottle. That is Genesis950.com. Promo code Blaze. Nice. And now, Doc Thompson presents... The Friday leftovers. Mm. Well, okay, but go ahead, go ahead. Okay, but I mean the the, the entire show. Every time we are introed, it says Doc Thompson. Don't don't so don't, don't cloud me with facts. Okay, <laughs> this is 2018. Why do we need facts anyway? <laughs> so a uh, a woman from Florida. She. You know what? Drugs are dangerous. Yes, they are. It's in drugs are bad. Yeah. Oh, man. A man are they okay. bad. Man, bad. And sometimes, you know, you just, you find yourself. Wanting them. Mixed, no, that's wrong. That's, that's not where I was going with that. Mixed up uh, in some, in some heavy duty drugs. Right. Sad, actually. Yeah, it is really sad. So uh, there was a woman in Florida and she found herself mixed up in uh in in some drugs with some friends so uh some officers found them sitting in a parked car 
And there was, they gave consent to search the vehicle, their vehicle. So the officers searched their vehicle. They found that they were in possession of drug paraphernalia and also crystal meth. Yeah, it's never good. That's a that is a bad one. Never good. Have you seen the the before and after pictures? Yes, I have. As of, a matter of fact, yeah, before I mean, it's actually, and it's after. horrible. Yes, and and I will say that uh, I it it really is bad. And if you uh, have any kind of relative or friend that has started down that road, mm-hmm. uh, you see it firsthand, mm-hmm. and it's really frightening. Yeah, yeah, uh, really frightening. Uh, so the woman was was booked obviously, uh, arrested by St. Augustine Police Department. Uh, Crystal Methvin. Wait, what? I know that's what she was arrested for. She had crystal meth on her. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's no, that was her name. Cr- crystal June Methvin. That's on, that's on the card? Cr- that's on the license? That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's her name. Crystal Funny. Crystal Methvin. Arrested that's for funny. crystal meth. Do you think that's why she she got hooked on it in the first possible. place? Possible. This is my name. It's possible. I gotta try it. I, I gotta mean, try it at least once, right? I mean, how my name does safe. someone get that name? That's a great point. Maybe it ran in her apple family. Do, right. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. She probably, maybe she got it from her, her mother or her father. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just saying. What a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that uh, I had someone in my ear say her mother's name was Marijuana. Marijuana. Uh, Marijuana uh, and Crystal Methvin. Uh, I mean, mom could have been, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, heroin. Yeah. Hair. What? Okay. Anyway, right? I guess. Do you have any Friday leftovers or shall I continue? No, go ahead. Okay. You're the one that wanted to do it. I've got okay. some stories we, I'll add to it if you'd like. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm fine with Talking about, you know, roach eggs in guys' ears. You know, I think we can save that one. I'm I fine with that. I'm not sure. That I, I'm wanna... getting a feeling that these roach egg stories that we're being had on, though, because they're they're starting to show up now. Uh, you know, this isn't the first one. This is like the second or third one in mm-hmm. a, a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And this one, and they get a little better. Mm-hmm. Each one gets a little better. Like this guy, you know. I no. No. So he goes to the doctor. No. And once the doctor was able to see him at the emergency room, they no. used a syringe filled with lidocaine to exterminate uh, the roach in the guy's ear. Oh. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, he poured the lidocaine in. He said, ah. I could feel him go super, super fast kicking and tried, ah. to, tried to dig his way out. And then a faint little squeal. And then two ah. minutes later, it just stopped and died. Oh. And after a few moments struggle, there was... Felt like an eternity, and then I heard it die in my head. And then, fortunately, oh. the doc found the egg case that the roach laid in the guy's ear, or he would have had because the German cockroaches' eggs contain of about fifty individual eggs. Oh, so if that would have hatched in your ear, and they they kind of when they hatch, they blow up like little balloons. They start grabbing. Oh, stop. <laughs> I kind of feel like we've. I don't know that I buy it. I don't know that it's real. It's not, but it, I do not it want happens. a. It I do not want a roach in my ear. R- oh, really? You could quote me on that. <laughs> the morning blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network.
Sarah Gonzalez filling in once again for Doc Thompson here with Jeffy, our maiden voyage today together. I know. Listen, uh, it's June 1st. Happy June 1st. Yeah, I guess. Hurricane season. Okay. Daughter's birthday. Okay. We know it's your daughter's birthday. No, I'm just saying happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday. For the the fifth, do you need to say it 11 times? Maybe. You want to say it five more times so you'll say it 11? I think I will. Okay. What's it to you? Go go ahead and get it out of your system. Why does that bother you? I mean, we we get you're it. Jealous? You're not 11 anymore. What? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to be a little younger. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, there's no need for that. I just want to. Okay. I want. I'll bring in some tweets. I'll bring in some tweets. Hashtag what I learned today. <laughs> Todd and VB. Wow. What's with Jeffy's attitude today? Who needs a co-host? What are you talking about? I'm just saying. I don't have an attitude. I'm just any more saying. Than normal. Uh, that's fair. TJ Toppin, Jeffy is using the cowbell and refusing food. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> hey, I didn't use the cowbell. <laughs> we, you called for it. And we have, uh, that's a good point. You called and, for it. And uh, I, uh, I have, I've, I've talked about refusing food. Yes, but you won't have to. You won't have to because Lori, lovely Lori, she's the best. She said, I'd like to say I'm not sending donuts, but Jeffy can't have a heart attack on my watch. Which, oh, and here we have Oh my gosh. What a grand entrance. What a grand entrance. What? Oh! Oh, nice! So we've got double we got donuts now because Chris Cruz on oh, his day I off love him. just sent Did Jeffy you, some donuts. So these donuts, Chris usually gets the little. Uh, Let's see the little sausages and buns on Fridays. Let's see. Yeah, the kolaches. No, no, you got a bunch of donuts. Oh, look at that! Wow, those Here, look I'll good too. On. One of them <laughs> appears to have like Fruit Loops on them. Oh yeah, something? the Fruit Loop donut. We've had those before. Have you? Yeah, you can try that. Here. It's not that good. Usually the Fruit Loops are stale. Oh. They're okay. not that good. I don't oh, need, I could have a, just a little tiny little donut hole here. Tiny hole. Tiny hole. These people kill me. <laughs> um, so. That's very good. Yes. So, Jeffy, you are a, uh, thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris Cruz. And thank you, Lori. Well, Lori's hasn't arrived yet. I'm not saying thank you yet. Okay, well, thank you for the thought, Lori. I at least love you. Uh, so, Jeffy, you're a big Walking Dead fan. I am. Right? So, oh, thank you. I love the dead. You know, we do a podcast, mm-hmm. Talking uh, mm-hmm. Walking Dead and uh, Talking Fear uh, once a week. Mm-hmm. Brad Stagg, Jason Buttrell, and my youngest son, Maximus, uh, do the podcast. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and how? what are your thoughts? Were you very upset? Did you shed tears when you heard that Andrew Lincoln is leaving? Well, look, No. Okay. Uh, I've Izzy. Wow, uh, is my um, question. I know that's, that's being the, reported. By the way, this is not a spoiler. It's been out yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's been out everywhere for quite some time now. And the reports it actually it was the rumor of Andrew Lincoln might be leaving, and then it was like leaving in season nine. And look, this is you know nine years of this, nine seasons. 
is is a long time. They had a big deal. My it re- is a long for time. the reason for me saying Izzy is that uh, you know they had a big deal with Maggie uh, this year, and, not, and she held out. She's got other deals, other shows, and they finally you know came back. And I don't know what they what deal they worked out with her, but I'm sure she's you know whenever they work out a new deal, it's usually for the better. And so uh, I get a feeling, and then they brought, uh, you know, this last season and a half, Negan's been there with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. And so I love, my, I love me some Jeffrey I, Dean Morgan. I do too. And, and so oh, does the you? world. And so does the world, right? So, and, and I'm a huge Rick fan. And, and, and Are I, you? I am. I, I love Rick. But uh, I think that this might also be a ploy of, uh, you know, hey, I'm here too. I'm I, I want some more money. Um, but have you considered, though? That the show should have been done about mm, five seasons ago. <laughs> have you considered that? Though I have not considered that. that maybe though. Andrew Lincoln is I've, like, yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of this really terrible show. Oh well, I, a back up a little bit with the terrible show comment. It, yeah, B, hey, I watched uh, it for a few seasons, but come on, I you're gonna you do a, a podcast about the sh- I just can't I can't get into it how do you stay into well, perhaps it perhaps you should listen to the podcast and that would keep you uh keep you informed about the show okay well if a show needs a podcast in order to be entertaining what's that say about the show uh, both it, it's a two-way street okay both provide great entertainment and information they both work need. in conjunction thank with you. one another thank you mm-hmm. and uh I just it's it was a lot you know it's been a lot of fun and uh, the last I would say that the last um, couple of seasons have been getting people ready for it to end, which is why they want to have bring everybody to fear. <laughs> why do you need a, a couple seasons yeah, because to get ready? The, to well, end? because it's because the it Walking Dead. The, I mean, a couple seasons just to wrap up. Yeah, the first and then you need to wrap a few up more some seasons. stuff. Correct. To get to the very end, and then you've yeah. got the, the final two seasons. And just get that and then wrapped you get up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of little intricacies to mm-hmm. characters that need to be wrapped up. You know, it was never the same for me after Shane died. Oh my god! I'm I was so team Shane. That was the that was the worst thing. Did you? Everyone said Shane was bad. Oh well, guess what? Rick turned into him, and everyone thought he was a hero. That's not true. That is absolutely that true. Is Rick. Oh my God! Yes, yes, I'm listening. Shane, cold-hearted. Oh, see, cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, you know, I think your husband's dead. Okay, we're together. Rick's wife? No, that that should that doesn't stand. No, tries to take over being dad to the kid. No, doesn't I mean, stand. maybe he was just like, like just trying to be a good role model. Right. You don't need to take over being dad. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it was, um, the whole thing was fascinating. Did you watch it from the, how did you get started on watching dead? From I, the, from I the watched very it from beginning the beginning. I watched AMC? it from the beginning. Yes. See, on AMC. I didn't, I haven't read any of the comic books. Don't care to. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I, uh, my, that's my son's job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's his, that's his forte. He got mad at me when I said he couldn't watch it in the beginning. So you talk to your son when he talks about walking dead. Oh yeah. You actually have a conversation with him. Yeah. Don't talk that's to nice. Of, that's nice of but you. The, uh, uh, when I told him that when, when he first started, when I was, you know, how many ever years ago, he wanted, you know, can I watch it? And of course, no, you know, it was too big guy show for him at the time. 
And so he, Mr. Smarty Pants, okay, fine, then I'll just read all the comic books. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so then he became Mr. Smarty Pants. Did this happen yet? <laughs> so well they do uh, make things a little bit different than the comic books i've heard now more so now than yeah. ever yeah so you can't really predict more so now than anymore. ever but they and they've had a number of characters do on tv what other characters in the comic books did the, that kind of thing yeah you know, they kind of small curveballs but um they uh uh it's just fascinating <laughs> that uh are these the ones they've become such a hit and i believe i personally believe that uh Netflix, Thank you, Martin. That Netflix made Walking Dead huge. Uh, because on AMC, when you first started watching, mm-hmm. they were, it was a show that was okay. Yeah. It was like a show that you went, that was a, a niche audience. And it you were like, because uh, I, I remember when it started on AMC. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, eh, nah. Yeah. I got, I got enough shows on my plate. Yeah. And then, and by the way, you could never have enough shows on your plate. That was stupid of me. And I apologize. <laughs> but the uh, uh, then I remember uh, on that when season one and two, or season maybe it was just season one, went up on Netflix. And uh, I remember my wife saying, uh, "You know, you probably should watch this. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting you down. Binge, you binge watched it. Yeah, for you the binge weekend. watched it. Yeah, one weekend it was. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And uh, I was hooked. Yeah. I was hooked then. Yeah, well, forever. Uh, yeah, apparently forever. But. Oh, my here gosh. With the, yeah. Here with the. I, I, uh, look, I just want to be the voice of reason here that it should have ended a long time ago. But I saw this news about Andrew Lincoln and I thought yeah, of you and I wondered I if you were doing okay. It's really, I don't know that the show will. Uh, I don't know that the show could do it without him. I, I, I don't think they can. Daryl can still be a big star for them. And, uh, you know, I was under the, I thought, always thought that it was time uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan probably should go. Right. Because uh, he's, you know, you, the char- the only characters that need to be um, bigger than the show. Mm-hmm. And now there's no one bigger than the show, right? I mean, they've killed the kid. Right. They've yeah. Killed, they've killed the kid off. They've Coral. Coral. Oh, good Carl. The the thing that I the my one of my favorite things about that show when I watched it was that like nobody ever knew where Carl was. There's just like, <laughs> where's Carl? Where's Carl? Why aren't you watching your kid? Like, why are you always leaving him alone? Because she's not doing Shane. Well, like you have a control a over your brother. kid, please. My goodness. Where's Coral? That's a great point. I would like to say, uh, TJ said don't bad bad mouth Lori D if she is solid and if she said it's coming then it's coming when did I bad mouth Lori D and it 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 came it's here I'm not once ever bad mouth Lori D we have we have donuts now we have a large supply of donuts I think my son will be greatly pleased when he comes in here to tell me hello (laughs) and I will be screwed the rest of the day if he eats a donut uh, because he will be crazy. Um, doctors have said that sugar does not affect children. Actually, doctors say the exact opposite, no, Jeffy. But but uh, what do you know about that? What do you know about that? Uh, okay, so I hear that Lori is actually on the phone. Lori? Hi, Lori. I am on the phone. Hi, Hi Lori. Hi, How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good, Jeffy. I'm just concerned about your, your heart attack. So I, I just know. send you donuts on National Donut I, Day. Thank you. I love and you, And I'm too. sorry you didn't get... 
I'm sorry you didn't get your lemon meringue pie on National Pie Day because uh, you were talking smack about me last month. So oh, whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. Was, was that me? That was I, you. I didn't feel like it was me. It could be. I don't think so. I, I well, be, you, will ha- you will have a chance to make it up to me. I am actually signed up to take the tour with you and Brad, so you better be on your best behavior. Entertain oh. me. Do you do you know do you know what Jeffy's best behavior it really entails? Because it's really not as high of a bar as you would think. <laughs> I, ha- I have I have had dinner with him, so yes, I, I am I am aware. And you're oh, actually no, and you're actually, actually and you're actually easy. coming back. I am coming back. No, the M- the M one tour museum tour is sort of one of the things I've been wanting to do the entire time we lived in Texas, and I don't live in Texas anymore. I get up at three a.m. to listen to the show, so I live in Seattle. So I'm, oh. I'm coming into town. I, so, I had no idea. I thought that you were local because you knew all the local places uh, to bring to bring us food. No, it was Uber Eats, and we lived in Texas for eight years. We're military, so we were at uh, we were in Clean, and then we were in San Antonio. Okay, for eight years. So, yeah. And yeah. so, and Sarah, I don't hate you. <laughs> I don't hate you. I'm telling the truth. You're skinny, and you love it. I know it, dear. You're I, beautiful. Oh, thank so. you, <laughs> thank oh, you. I, 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 let me see. Hold on, wait. Oh, let me see. God. I will have to bring up my weight loss at one point uh, before the show's <laughs> over. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Enjoy the donuts. Okay? I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Thank Thanks. you so much, Lori. Lori D. You know she's already signed up uh, MercuryOne.org for the Rights and Responsibilities Tour uh, going on right here at the Mercury Studios in Las Colinas, Texas. Father's Day weekend, so be here or be well, you, know, you know some other be. place. Yeah. Uh, so you know we were talking about donuts, National Donut Day, and that's fine. That's okay. But uh, I would like to talk to you about something just a little bit, just a little bit healthier, maybe to go along with your donuts. <sighs> yes, dear. It's called Field of Greens. It's from uh, Brickhouse Nutrition, and Brickhouse Nutrition we know from you know dawn to dusk. We've talked about that. Well, Field of Greens has very quickly become their bestseller. It's real food. It's powdered vegetables and fruits. Powdered vegetable and fruits. How, I mean, Can you, you just can't mix beat it that. It's a, it's a yes. It's a hundred percent. 100% organic and it's prebiotic, probiotic, it boosts immunity, it has antioxidant power. And uh, so you put a scoop in eight ounces of water or your favorite drink and that's it. And it's really that easy. It tastes great. You can put it in a smoothie if you do, if you do the smoothie thing. Do you have, do you have some here? Now? I do, no, I don't. Oh, okay. Maybe like. But I'm willing to try it right now. Well, Maybe not right now, but in a little bit, you can go to Brickhouse. Is there a way that I could get it? You can. You can go to BrickhouseDoc.com and you can get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code DOC. That's BrickhouseDoc.com. Uh, 10% off a month's supply with the offer code DOC. All right, fine. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson. Lori, I just want you to know my son is here 
He was dying for a snack. He was so hungry and he was so thrilled to see that there uh, are donuts. He's looking at himself. Can you say thank you to Lori? Thank you, Lori. Great job. Awesome job. All right. Thank you, Jeffy, for making Lori send them. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always got to take, take care. Credit. Where'd he go? He's not even. He's got to go eat his donut. You're welcome. Love you, mommy. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Get out. <laughs> so mean to my son. This isn't the first time either. Oh my gosh! I'm the only. That's and why do you think? That's why I said something to to your son. It's just like, how do you deal with him? He's even mean to my son. What did that's my son do true. to him? That's not true. Okay. That's not true. I give I I give your kids little balls to play with. You did actually do that that one time. That was nice. Little balls to play the one, with. The one time. Sorry. What do I have to do to get a bell to be around this joint? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I goof off with him. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm mean to him. When when was I mean to him? Just now. But that's okay. Oh well, he wasn't respectful to me. For that. He, didn't <laughs> thank me. he didn't thank me for the donut. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, homeschooling is surging amazing right now right amazing can't it's imagine a big surprise. why I, thank you right I, and, and, and that's exactly where this story takes you in your mind when you think well yeah right that's exactly what the reports are saying yeah i uh i have to tell you i had my son in a uh, it was a private school, homeschool hybrid. So we did the halfway homeschool. So it was two days a week on and two days a week off that I taught him. And yeah, I can't, it's hard for me to do it now uh, with my work schedule. And it's like the worst feeling ever to think about having to send him to public school. Um, but it, I mean, sometimes I don't, I just like, I don't have a choice. No, you don't. And you should not feel bad about it. But it's it, it, but it's a terrible no, I feeling. I, I mean, I, I, I can understand you feeling bad about it, but you should also not, you know, you should talk to yourself out of it, out of feeling bad because it's okay. You have well, to do what you have to do. There are so many issues now, though. I mean, we have, even if you, okay, so let's, let's, let's table this, the school shooting thing, because I think that we can agree that while it's terrible when it happens, it's still a rarity. And if you look at yes. statistically speaking, absolutely statistically speaking, your children should be safe in a school. Yes. Generally speaking. Yes. Um, but bullying, bullying right now is terrible. Bullying, other violence in the schools, you know, they, they, they really talked a lot about that in the story of what is driving people to uh, homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the, you know, the violence of uh, the shootings uh, drive people to it. And I know that uh, Tim Lambert, who is uh, a part of the Texas Homeschooling, um, the Texas Homeschool Coalition, um, he was saying that, you know, they have, you know, doubled, if not tripled calls about homeschool. That's one thing that's not kind of nice about Texas is that um, your kids are your kids. Right. So, so uh, as of you right can now. You quote me on that. Your kids are your kids. Uh, could change. Do, uh, which I love. Uh, my kids, I'll do what I want with them. Uh, leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. So, are your and, kids homeschooled? Oh, yeah. Not by you. You don't want to have to converse with them. I thought we'd already made that clear. That's what you have the, that's what you have the donut lassie for. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Don't, yeah, you I know, got you. We may keep that whole donut lassie thing to ourselves. <laughs> just, a, just as a side note. 
so but, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and look and we did it uh, he's uh, i've sent him to i've sent uh, my older son went to public and private mm-hmm. uh my uh, youngest son has gone to public and homeschool mm-hmm. uh and my daughter has never gone to school uh gone to traditional school yeah um the uh, in when we lived in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania has a uh, their homeschool thing is they still want to track you, so right. they gave us computers and stuff to do it at the house, mm-hmm. and so we could at least track what they're teaching and the Ugh. teachers and everything at the house. But it's still their program, well, and their you know their stuff. But there was a there. there was a bill. I haven't seen the progress of it, but there was a bill proposed in California that. Um, they wanted to make sure that the state was able to pop in for visits if you were of registered course. as homeschool. That yeah. they would be able to inspect your homeschooling facility. Stop it. Make sure that it was my home. Get out. Up to up to par for them. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. No, agonizing. It's, yeah. it's my house. Get out. Right. We're not going to pop in. Uh, and then, so you're seeing that right now. And then I also saw a story that uh, in New Jersey, there is a school district that they already have armed guards at middle school and high schools, and they're going to add them to elementary schools. Wow. Now, if you're the parent in that school district, are you not like, yes. Wow. Yeah, good. I feel much safer. But it is the state of New Jersey. So uh, they've yeah. got some of the strictest gun laws in the in the country, which is kind of agonizing. So it wouldn't surprise me that... You're going to go another direction. I am. I am. So uh, the parents are protesting because they're worried about having firearms in elementary schools. And I could not. This part drove me insane. They also say the price tag is too high. It's more than $500,000. And how dare we? Too high. How dare we invest in our children's safety? And I you take down some of those solar panels Chris Christie hung up along the railroad (laughs) tracks that do nothing but sit there and collect dust. Sell those back and get maybe a quarter of your money back and pay for it that way price is too high I'm that's like, agonizing oh i know and and mind you i would i would be very curious to see what they would say about uh the money that we are spending uh the federal dollars that we are putting towards say planned parenthood oh it's not enough right that's definitely that, that's probably okay with that's definitely not enough uh, that's a fine those that's a women's health issue yeah uh that's a family planning uh family helping families get stronger uh, is it Right. So there was one of the the parents that was quoted as saying, my kids are aware of guns. They know they're not safe, but they know police officers should have them. But to see them on a daily basis at their school is alarming, at least to my children. They know they're not, they're not safe. safe. They, know they're, they know they're not safe. Guns are inherently <laughs> unsafe. Well, I, I tell you. Forget about all the times that they have saved someone. Well, A. They're not I, safe. I just want to look. Can we just stop for just a second and say that, you know, really, um, guns have not saved anyone? Um, well, that's they, fair. I mean, I'm just, I, I know the that, person I know what behind you mean, the gun. You. The person behind the gun. It's not the gun. The gun is not doing the actual. So the person, you know, is behind the weapon mm-hmm. is what the problem or the safety measure is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they've, they've, already, they've already acquiesced to the police have to have guns. Right. Police have to have guns. It's right. okay. But, you know. But then, nobody else should. And then uh, w- another one. While I realize there are, these are professionals, accidents can happen. 
Of course they can. Right. So can school shootings. Um, no. I mean. Whatever. Whatever. What do you want? Whatever price you spend or don't spend, accidents still happen. Right. So how much is too much for the safety of your children? Yeah. Thanks. Apparently 500000 is too I much. I guess that, <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, earlier Just we were, amazing. Earlier we were talking about Jeffy not being able to hear, but I wonder, What's Jeffy, yeah, I wonder if you just need some Wax RX. Well, I used it one, once before. Did you? I used it. I had took a, we made it into a little family affair. Yeah. Uh, did the wax our axe, you know, then the kids got the, oh, that came out of dad's ears. That's disgusting. And uh, there's there's videos and pictures of it around here. Somewhere. I don't need to see those no, but I mean, at all. It's just a shot of, I probably have it on my phone. Go ahead. Well, wax find RX, the picture on my phone. Yeah, please. Wax RX, uh, specially engineered pump with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush wax away. It is all you need. Don't go to the doctor's office. Order WaxRx. Go to usewaxrx.com to order your reusable earwash system today. Use offer code RADIO to have it shipped for free. WaxRx.com. Promo code RADIO. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. collision of common sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson uh all right so do you enjoy traveling oh yeah i don't mind it actually yeah i've had some issues uh a few issues with um airlines and airports Mm -hmm. Um, tsa yeah yeah a little bit of a little bit of uh, have to put on the gloves I don't mind that so much. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> you actually prefer. It. I just look if do you you're going to if, if you're going to do something, give me the glove. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're there, go ahead. Just I want to make it to my flight on time. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Um, you know, they put a rubber the rubber glove can't catch anything. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've had some issues with some uh, some airline quasi flight attendants or whatever they want to call themselves at the gate gate attendants mm-hmm. uh, I, I probably if it wasn't for my wife i would have been in jail at one, oh. at one point because oh. they closed it in my face oh i mean we ran I, we ran through the airport that takes a and lot I, I take for you back. to run right? i didn't I, I was gonna say you walked, walked fast walked very fast i don't, I don't run okay but uh <laughs> Uh, there's zero running happening please but uh please. i could turn the corner all so happy that we made it in time and she looked at me right in the face and shut the oh yeah that would have enraged me enraged me as and well. i would have been in jail if it wasn't for my wife no question and then when they told us to where to go to get it worked out we walked in and the lady said can we help you i don't know <laughs> can you <laughs> and my wife was just like get out so bad. Yeah, I would not want to be the person oh, yeah. who made Jeffy mad. Oh, that was, so bad. that was so bad. So anyway, but I, you know, for the most part, uh, once you're past, mm-hmm. once you're in the airport, mm-hmm. I mean, the experience is pretty good. They, you, they, then you like the travel on the plane. The airlines are are kind of agonizing with their overbooking, and uh, you know, the the reason that we got late, we were late at this particular mm-hmm. time, is because mm-hmm. we left the airport early, and but. So we landed on time, but then you sit on the tarmac. Right. And you right. sit on the tarmac because there's nothing you there's, can do. There's 
other planes still leaving and other planes. But the reason you, they leave you sitting on the tarmac is because the other plane has been overbooked and they're already full. Mm. So they want to get that plane away from the gate before they pull you up to the gate because they don't want you to be able to make that flight because that's already full. <clears throat> right. Well, uh, but once you're in the plane, you're good. good. Go. You're good. Problem. There's only one time we had a guy get really drunk and rowdy and uh, flying... We were flying. I was flying out to California, mm-hmm. and some guy was really getting drunk and trying to hit on this lady and get, getting loud. And uh, more than one person on the plane, sit down, right? Shut up, right? We'll just give him a few more drinks and just knock him out, so he'll stay <laughs> right. quiet, right? So there was a flight to the Spanish island of Gran Canaria. I believe I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, it was forced to make an emergency landing, which is like, that's your worst nightmare, right? Forced to make an emergency landing in Portugal, which is just that terrifies me. No one wants to do that anyway. No. Uh, And the reason being, you would think like, okay, maybe an engine malfunction, right? Something like that. I mean, that's what we, what what have we seen in the news recently? There's like windows getting blown out. Right. Engines burning up, flying out. Yes. Uh, Well. There were several passengers who became very ill. Uh, oh, they no. were fainting. They were vomiting. Oh, no. Gas leak on the plane? Uh, well, there was an unwashed man on board. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, gas, I don't know, maybe, but it was probably coming from a man who apparently one of the passengers said the man smelled like he had not bathed in several weeks. Wow. That's pretty bad. Yeah. They said it uh, It was like he hadn't washed himself for several weeks. Several passengers got sick and had to puke. And it didn't, of course, they didn't, they, they, it, there wasn't a problem until they closed the doors. Once they closed the doors and you've got that recirculating oxygen circulating oh, throughout the whole nasty. plane. And people started once, oh, getting very, oh. very sick. Because once it's in there, it's in there. Mm-hmm, right. Exactly. Okay. It's 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 almost the end of the show. I can't keep up. I can't. So, Doc does. Apparently, the uh, while while they made the emergency landing, <laughs> this is my favorite part. <laughs> the airline crew members <laughs> tried to keep the man contained in the airplane bathroom while the pilot never locking plane. him in the bathroom. <laughs> All right, it's, it's coming out. No, sir, stay in. <laughs> Sir, please. We got people vomiting. It's pure chaos out here. Stay in the damn bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Well, how does he get on the plane? Thank you. How do we reach that point? How does he smell that bad that you don't smell it until then? If having nasty homeless person smell uh, gets you past the TSA and gets you past uh, airport gate security... And gets you on a plane without any problem. I mean, I'm doing that. Yeah. Right? 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 Because, I mean, that's, that's fascinating how you get that far without someone saying, dude. Like, this but ain't how happening. You, how do you have that conversation, though? Dude. <laughs> this ain't happening, okay? But if it's but if it's a person who paid, like, he paid for a ticket. Right. I'm, I, they probably don't have any exclusions that are like, uh, this ticket is subject to change in the event that you stink and nobody can, you know, stand your stench mm-hmm. without vomiting. 
Like, I'm pretty sure that's not. Dude, <laughs> this ain't happening. Yeah, this whole thing right here on the plane, yeah, this is as far as we're going here, okay? Um, maybe if we, may I tell you what we'll do? Dude, because we're going to take you over here to the TSA shower <laughs> the to hose TSA you down. With the rubber, we'll get they get a plane. thorough cleaning. Whatever. The rubber glove. Uh, so it said that the aeroplane, I, I believe that this isn't a British accent. I'm reading this in oh, my boy. head in a British accent. <laughs> the aeroplane diverted because of medical reasons. But it is indeed right that he smelled quite a bit. It smelled ripe. It is. <laughs> had, a ripe had a ripening of the body. <laughs> it is unknown. <laughs> It is unknown what medical condition, if any, <laughs> the man suffered but from. It wasn't the medical conditions of him that they were stopping for. I feel Goofballs. like I feel like that's just like adding insult to injury. It's unknown if he even said he probably didn't. But we're just going to throw that in there. It's unknown if he suffered from any medical conditions. We just know that he smelled right. Really, really, I mean, really it was bad. the medical uh, issues with the other with the other passengers that we were stopping for, not him. Right. Uh, I, I still am amazed at how you get that far, how you get past that. I really, I mean, this seriously, and I, and I mean this seriously, I, someone, somewhere, dude, <laughs> <laughs> this ain't happening, okay? You're not getting it. Look around. Look around. One of these things don't belong. <laughs> Okay. Are you I like just the maybe I'm too curious. I'm so curious. Like, was it was the smell really that bad? Like, I want like, I want to know. Well, I mean, it's probably I'd be curious. To and smell it's very it possible like, that it's very possible that not, you know, by passing through, you know, you, you come in, you got a ticket and somebody goes Ooh, and gives it a double smell and mm-hmm. maybe. Eh, OK, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Gives them the once over quick wand without touch, actually touching them. <laughs> You know, and just right. kind of, okay, go ahead. Right. And uh, then he goes up to the gate and they go, ooh, ooh. They give him the, click the ticket and then walk down the runway he goes. And it's like, ooh, okay, he's past me. Forget about him. I'm not worried about him anymore. But this is how he gets there, right? This is how he gets on the plane. Then once he gets into that closed, mm-hmm. and they even say, you know, once you're in that, when, right. once he gets into the metal tube. Yes. Whether they're closed or not, you know, once you're in that tube, then you're starting to not have that whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And it gets to be pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's uh, that's one of my pet peeves of all time. Ever, what? Smelling? Body odor. Really? Oh, oh, I can't take that. I mean, I don't know that I know I anyone who like finds that. it to be pleasant. Like, I, I mean. I know they're out there. Are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bodyodor.com. Anyway, the, <laughs> bo.com. Biofetish.com. Yeah, bo.com. No, don't, don't, don't call it a fetish. That makes it sound bad. I yeah. mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm sure that there is. I have I have no idea of, of if there is or not, but I would be willing to bet that there is. And uh, if there isn't, I'm going to own it by the end right. of the show. Right, absolutely. Uh, uh, so I just find it, you know, I, I wish someone would have stopped him earlier and Really, dude. It's a liability, though. He could sue. For what? Well, you can't sue the airport. I mean, this ain't McDonald's and taking cheese off a quarter pounder. I, you it's can sue. First of all, first the of all, TSA you can gets, sue for anything these days. Yeah, you but can the TSA gets anything. away with anything they want. 
Well, this wasn't TSA. This was the actual airline. So you're saying if the TSA he was the one never, who did it. should have never got that far. Hmm. And you're right. Once he's on the plane, now you're now you're stuck, right? Yeah. Which is you know that's a you, you don't. Right. Well, I feel I feel like they needed that for liability purposes. Like they okay, maybe someone notices he smells like vomit, but they have to wait until people are negatively affected by it, so that then they can say, well, we couldn't continue a flight where everyone's throwing up all over each other because of the smell. Like that's an emergency landing situation. That's a situation where you don't let someone on a plane. But if you don't let him on the plane to begin with, then you, you, you're not diverting the plane. You're not costing 300 other passengers to divert their time, energy, and money. But then you have smelly dudes suing you. I mean, I think you'd, I don't know. I don't know the smelly dude would have the, be able to. Well, possible maybe, but I, I'm interested to get the find out how he got the ticket, why he got the ticket, why he was smelling. I need, I need was answers. A, was he was he coming home from a you know a a, a two month hunt, and he just hadn't had an opportunity <laughs> to hit the showers? Wouldn't it be great to get this guy on radio for an interview? Yes, it would just get his side of the story. You know, if the show had producers, and they'd probably have this already for us. Well. We are where we're at. Got Jeffy. donuts, though. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Thanks, we Lori do and Chris, donuts. I guess. Uh, so speaking of airplanes and airports, Arizona Cardinals tight end, Jermaine Gresham. He, uh, this, was, this was very, I, I like to give a positive, uplifting story, right? Uh, every once in a while. Okay. Every once in a while. Good. So he was, yeah, he was at an airport and apparently um, he helped... He helped an unexpected traveler or an unexpecting traveler with some baggage fees. So there was a young girl and she was traveling and she didn't have the the money, the $50 to pay for her bag. She didn't know. She had no idea that this was the policy. And um, she said that she consolidated her bags into one and then they measured it. And then they said, eh, it's too big to carry it on and you need to pay us $50. But they only took credit card. No cash, which I find interesting. I didn't realize that they only took credit card. That's kind of ridiculous. She was right. She was traveling back from Europe. And so um, all her cards were being declined because she was she had been in Europe. And so I think her, her bank thought that they were fraudulent charges because they were being charged back in America. So um, apparently this uh, NFL star is kind of listening to all of this going on, listening to all of it happen. And uh, they told her that she was going to have to miss the flight and go back to the ticket counter to, I don't know, pay for something else, go figure it out. And uh, so he walks up and he says, how much is it? I got it. He paid it. She said, please let me give you cash because I I have the cash. They just won't let me pay it. He said, no, it's fine. I just, just have a great flight. I just want you to just go home, have a great flight. It was my pleasure. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that sweet? So nice. You didn't take her number. I uh, no. You didn't I try to. I don't think so. Say you know I'll call you later. No. Anything like that. No. There's well, a very there's him. a very cute picture. Good for him. There's a very cute picture uh, on Twitter on this girl's look. Whoa! Okay. Why didn't he, he did. do that, he Jeffy? No, it was nice of him to do that for her. Why didn't he? It was nice of him to do that for her. It was kind. It was kind gesture. It was very kind. Wonderful. And it's always good to do nice things for people. And it's important to do nice things even when people, you know, 
even when people aren't watching, even when you can't take a selfie and put, post it on Twitter, it's important to be nice. I'm just going to sit here and let you. It's important to be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. That's a I wish that he would have been there when, uh, when I, you I, got I your. Thinking, I was traveling with a, a, a suit, mm-hmm. a suit carry mm-hmm. bag, a briefcase. I had something else too. I had so, so it was actually like three. Oh, so you're had, lugging all of these down got, the. Because I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, no checking. Uh, when, when traveling right, alone, right. no checking. Right. In and out of airports. And uh, so I had a suit thing and I had a briefcase and I had something something else, another little bag of something. And they let me, you know, I made it. I've gone through two TSAs now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I get through, uh, I get through one. And I had to stop at the airport at the airline and not to get an update the ticket and travel and oh my god you can only have two carry ons right I mean this is two carry ons okay I know it looks like three but it's only two <laughs> this counts as one no no it doesn't you can't break the rules no so but I will say that uh, come to think of it now it wasn't it wasn't the NFL star but it was a TSA person. Who was walking by? And as I was walking away, going, I don't want to have to check this stupid thing. He goes, just put the other one inside the suitcase. I mean, duh. But. Duh. No, but you say duh, but then you have to take everything out and move everything around. It's agonizing. Just let me on the plane. I mean, there are rules for a reason, Jeffy. You can't just. I still broke them. <laughs> Did you, though? If you put another bag in a bag, that's not breaking the rules. The The. The. The totality of what the you're amount putting, of space I took up is still the same. That's not all they're saying is it needs to be in, in two bags. Did your did the measurements align correctly? Uh, nobody measures those stupid things. Well, they did for this girl. She said that they decided that it was her. It was too big. Uh, they're training somebody. <laughs> after that, after the training, after the training is done, they don't. They stop doing that. They don't, nobody looks at that stupid thing. Oh, I won't fit. You ever watch people stuffing stuff on the overhead or underneath their seat in the airlines? No way that those fit in that little box outside. Well, I liked to hear. No way. I liked to hear a uh, yes, it was heartwarming very, story about an, about an NFL player. Yes, absolutely. No, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was it was very nice of him, and and it was you know he look he can afford it. Oh my gosh, Jeffy. <laughs> Can you just say it was nice and move I on? I did. It was nice. Thank Fine. you. Thank Th- you. Thanks for helping a struggling damsel in distress. <sighs> all right. Uh, so we have all these donuts here. And I just want to let you know, Jeffy, that losing weight and keeping it off can be really hard. I just want to let you know, Sarah. <laughs> I already know. You know how much of a struggle it can be. Yes. Right? Yes, I do. I do also because shout out Lori D. Uh, I lost 100 pounds about 10 years ago. And um, you know what? I've just I've struggled my whole life with really slow metabolism. So it's really hard to lose the weight. It's really hard to keep it off. You're constantly craving things, you know, even if you're not eating them. Um, But enter Riduzone. So Riduzone is made from the uh, all the good stuff in olive oil, and it's just in one little pill. And you take it, and it helps control your cravings, and it helps boosting your metabolism, which if you're like me, you have reached the age where nothing seems to work, and you need that extra boost. 
Uh, so I take it. I love it. I highly advise that you try it out. Do the same. Order today at RidiZone.com. You can enter promo code DOC and receive 30% off a three-month supply. That is huge. It doesn't get better than that. RidiZone.com, promo code DOC for 30% off a three-month supply. Jeffy, I don't say you writing this down. Why are you not No, it's RidiZone. I remember. RidiZone.com. stone. Promo code DOC for 30% off a three-month supply. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! This is the Blaze Radio Network at theblaze.com slash radio. Thompson. Want to get to y'all's tweets, but first I want to tell you about a book that's now available in stores and in paperback for the very first time. The List. It's an explosive, unrelenting techno thriller from powerhouse author J.A. Conrath that starts with a body and ends with a bang. When a murder investigation uncovers a top secret genetic experiment, Detective Tom Mankowski learns that he and nine strangers have a lot more in common than just a mysterious tattoo. Their very existence is part of a conspiracy decades in the making. You'll love it because it is a twisted plot that runs deep into the very heart of the American government. So true to, uh, you know, real life then. Uh, When the enemy has the full force of the FBI, the police, and some of the most ruthless killers in history at their disposal, he might just be too powerful to overcome. Ooh, I want to get this. All right. So uh, for the first time ever, you can get the list in paperback at your local Walmart or bookstore. Visit jaconrath.com for more information. It sounds like a really great read. I can't wait to read it. I'm going to get that. Uh, All right. let's, Let's see what we learned today, shall we? gonna do it already then all right <laughs> all right then Those are uh, all okay right. uh the radio I, sarah gonzalez <laughs> learned the crystal meth runs in the family thank you thank i you. sarah gonzalez learned that jeffy has terrible taste in tv shows oh my gosh no also oh my gosh. friday leftovers harder than it sounds jeffy what did you learn today I learned that uh, it's my daughter's 11th birthday. Oh, wait, no, so actually, I learned birthday. that, too, about 10 times today. So, <laughs> so thank, oh, happy, happy birthday. Happy freaking birthday. I keep forgetting Already. if I mentioned it or not. And I also learned that when a German cockroach dies <gasps> in your ear, uh, make nice. sure the dog gets the eggs out of your ear because you don't want those things hatching. You know, uh-uh. like that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't want those things hatching. Mordecai, Jedediah. Mordecai Martin, Jedediah, what'd you learn today? Coach oh, style. I was supposed to learn something. Yo, no, yeah, no. Next time I board a plane, make sure I shower. Yeah, it was you. It was you. It was not me. I knew it was you. It was not me. All right, board up. What'd you learn today? Uh, I learned that Jeffy likes to sleep on one side so that uh, he can pretend he's deaf. Yeah, he hates his family. So that's beautiful. That? The left side, right? Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> All right, what did the listeners learn today? A uh, dude named Drake tweeted out, so has it been decided who's hosting? Is it Sarah or Jeffy? No, Sarah's well, it's he's me, got a, but He's Je- got a poll going on Twitter, too. Oh, so. Jeffy. oh Sarah's the boss. Je- well. I'm, look, I just show up. 
Uh, speaking right, of just right. showing up, naturally, Jeffy, uh, this is from Cincy Browncat. Naturally, Jeffy comes to TMB on National Donut Day to convert the morning blaze into the a morning glaze. Thank oh, you. Thank but, you. Um, Be here all week. Yeah. Hashtag glaze donuts. Uh, blah, oh, blah, blah. All right, come on. We only got a minute. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the blah, blah, blah. Oh, the blah, blah, blah. There you go. Blah. Thank you. Uh, tweeted out, striving to be part of the hashtag spelling bee is admirable, but the hashtag Samantha bee, yeah, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TJ Toppin tweeted out, hashtag Jeffy MRA, or no, sorry, at Jeffy MRA used to work at the, uh, in a meat freezer and still had to have a sweat towel. That's Dude, right. you it's are always I, I hot. Didn't say it was, I didn't say it was a meat freezer, by the way. I said I worked in a freezer. You are always right. hot. I don't understand. It was, it was frozen foods, ice cream. <laughs> oh, it I was lo- not meat. I love this one. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy? Oh, boy. Joe says, you are above the weight limit, not above the rules. Oh, right. Okay. Thank you. A fat joke, mm-hmm. and I must obey the law. <laughs> hey, are you back funny. with me on Monday? I am. You're back with me on Monday. All right. We'll see you guys. <laughs> Yay. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze. On the Blaze Radio Network.